The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And look, all right, so LSD, people have such a weird perspective of these uh medicines especially lsd i think you're gonna be all fucked up because they call it acid when you say the name acid it's just that's like, that's part of the name it's yeah. lysergic acid right yeah. but most of our body is acid and chemicals mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? it's just a word so what it does is it it makes parts of your brain communicate to other parts that it don't usually communicate with it heightens everything you're very aware of everything you get no bullshit you hear better see better smell better food tastes better Mm -hmm. sex is incredible like magical so you're more creative there's even like all right so steve jobs if you read his biography he talks heavily about all of the lsd he did Mm -hmm. that's where a lot of his ideas came from a lot of scientists physicists and whatnot will have issues or problems equations they can't figure out for months lock themselves in a room for 30 minutes on acid and they've got it you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The first time I took it, now, I was slow to the party with anything, right? Taking anything, right? Mm. So 2020, my first time doing it. But I did like a year worth of research before that, right? And um, I had a very good grasp and understanding on it, of it. So when I took it the first time, I just, I dove right in and took a hit. Not like, not half, I took a whole hit. And it was just a, a beautiful experience. And it made me piss at the, at the government. I'm like, Y'all are such fucking liars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Schedule one. Mm-hmm. No therapeutic or medicinal benefits. Highly addictive. Mm-hmm. None of which is true. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So, so yeah, I did a heroic <laughs> dose by accident, but it was it was a trip. Describe myself in two words, rich and unemployed. These stones cost two birds. Let it count it when she bored. Deposit hit chicks, clearing ace. Nothing void. I know that ain't my ex calling. Null and void. Where we going? Money going up. All right, welcome. Money counting. The Rich and Unemployed Podcast. I'm your host, Johnson Dubaton, aka Finesse. Brian did this in a while. Um, before we get started, make sure you guys check out the Patreon. Patreon slash Rich and Unemployed. Uh, the merch www.richunemployed.net Bro listen I ain't did an interview In like A month I've been preparing For my best fest bro So Yeah um, We got a very very special guest In the building bro We were supposed to link A while ago man But it finally happened He in Atlanta And it's only right That he come And bless the show man Go ahead and Introduce yourself brother First and foremost Thank you my brother And salute Yeah yeah for sure I love, what you, I love the movement I love what you're doing Thank you Yeah I'm Mike Rasheed For those who don't know Mike Rasheed King To be exact Mike from, Originally from Brooklyn New York I live on the West Coast now in California and yeah. um, just out here to chop it up with my brother. Word. I ain't know you was from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. Yeah. First, are you rich and unemployed? Yes. <laughs> wealthy. Wealthy. Yeah. How did you become wealthy and unemployed? To keep it 100, I've always been wealthy. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I was a rich kid. How so? My mother was married to the b- biggest drug dealer in New York. Word. Yeah. But 
it came to a point when that came to a stop though. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? Because like my father always say, like the outcome of doing crime, the odds are not good to get out like mm -hmm. alive or mm -hmm. not in jail. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So anyway, her husband got killed. So then it was a rap. We was poor, right? Well, under the condition of uh, poverty, but I've never been poor. Mm -hmm. And then fast forward, <clears throat> growing up as a young man, um, <clears throat> I was a boxer, but I stopped at a, at a young age because I wanted to make money and I wanted to experience life. Because mm -hmm. as a boxer, you don't really have a life. It's a very lonely, solitary sport. Yeah. It's worth it though, it pays off, but I really didn't have the discipline or the support, to be honest, yeah. to keep going. I was close to like really like getting there, mm -hmm. but um, started making money. Like I have family, <clears throat> excuse making, me. Making money how? Uh, street pharmaceutical business industry. I was gonna say, you give, you give me drug dealer vibe, <laughs> yeah, you know what nah. I'm saying? <laughs> so that, that's how I learned how to like, just make money, man. Like I used to just do stuff for my uncle, mm -hmm. just shipping packages off. And then I'm just like, I'm like analyzing his operation. I'm like, this is not hard right, right, right. at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So the money I was making from him, I was saving up so I could buy my first pack. I think it was like a 10 piece, 10 pounds. And back then, you know, when it was not legal, it was like just regular. They call it Airy, short mm -hmm. for Arizona. The Rastas, the Jamaicans in New York loved it. And down south, because you got to think, all the weed come from the West Coast, California, Washington, um, the best weed at least. So every in Mexico, so ours came directly from Mexico. So everything on the East Coast, they would eat it up. So just for easy math, like I would buy a pound, $500, but I never buy one pound. It would be like 30, 40, 50, 100, whatever, mm -hmm. $500, but I would let it go for a thousand. You know what I'm saying? Give or take. So that was, that was my, my thing for a long time. At what point did you stop? I stopped. Uh, I actually caught a case and it, that didn't make me stop. It made me slow down, right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I came home one night to somebody in my crib and I did what I felt like I needed to do to protect my home. Uh, police didn't see it that way, right? Is so out there in LA? Now this is in Arizona, I was in Arizona at the time. So there's a book that I read one time called Disease, right? And they break down the word disease. It just says dis-ease. So people think a disease only as like some physical ailment, yeah. cancer or something like that. But a disease, you could be in a disease situation. You could be in a situation that takes away your comfort. And that book was breaking down how like we can generate a lot of energy and attract situations to us, like a disease situation to prevent, some, to, uh, prevent something worse from coming down the line, right? So that's really what I did. I was getting to the point like this, bro. I'm a very pure and authentic person at whatever I do, right? Um, so when I was in the streets, I had a whole army, right? Of goons, soup tasters. And I used to think all the time, like, what's stopping these niggas from doing something to me? You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. They stayed in check, but I didn't understand why. But what I would do often, which was not smart, was hop out in the front line when it was necessary. Mm -hmm. And my big bro, man, he used to be like, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> you a general, you got soldiers. I'm like, this is just me, you know? Like to leave from the front. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but with that, like, it's a, it was some like bad dudes out there that I would have issues with and I would confront it. Nothing ever went sour or left. It, it came close a few times, 
But, you know, luckily nothing ever went that bad. But I was like, something's going to happen to me. You know what I'm saying? Because people don't get... <sighs> brave people don't kill people. Scared people kill people. Mm -hmm. A coward. You're afraid, of, you know? And I was existing in a space where a lot of cats couldn't really, like, be themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I knew that that day was coming. You know what I mean? And I had kids. I'm like, yo, I don't want to like. And everybody says like, you think like, oh, I'm gonna make X amount of money and get out. It's never impossible. Like it's never impossible, like bro. It's impossible. <laughs> you gotta think I'm young, so I'm doing dumb shit like buying a bar. You know what I'm saying? Thirty racks in a club, stupid shit, right? Mm -hmm. For a bunch of people who don't give a fuck about me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm like, I'm just doing. I'm drunk. I was like inebriated back then. Oh, I'll make this back in two days, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So I was spending it as fast as I got it. But I was getting to a point. I had, I was raised well. So I had a better foundation than what I was showing. You know what I mean? So my conscience was always tugging at me. And I never forget one time, around that time when I was like trying to get out of it, me and my homie, we went out with these girls, some dope girls, smart, whatever. And I don't know this fucking jewelry, right? And I was embarrassed about my jewelry because it was so big and stupid. Mm -hmm. Like I was like, kind of like, <laughs> what, kinda, year, what year kinda, is this? <laughs> it's like 07, 08, okay, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because I was already like coming out of that, you know what I mean? So uh, make a long story short, I was hit with like some pretty big cases, like two of them, <clears throat> and I'm trying to go through the adjudication process, but still hustling on the side, but putting other people in front. Mm -hmm. So I'm not like, you know, I don't know if they're watching me or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I had an ankle bracelet on. But the money coming slower. They can't do it like me. Mm -hmm. They're not. They're trying to finesse my plugs. Um, shit was not working out. And then I had cats in New York, like, stealing from me. Mm -hmm. Because, like I said, I'm a pure person, so I trust people, right? So, I'm, yo, yo, I'm on ankle bracelet, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, da -da -da -da. all of a sudden, I had a part. I had, uh, I had a spot in Marcy Projects. I had a two-year run at one address. That's unheard of. You know what I'm saying? Sending packages out there, right? I had another guy Send that package through the mail, UPS, FedEx. Back then? Yeah, mm. yeah. But it's a whole. I, I know how, it's a mm. it's a way to do it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? It's very like you walk in with the shit open. It's like right in their face, but they don't realize what it is, mm -hmm. and you ask them to help you because mm. the first line of the people that really fuck you up is right in the facility when you come in. Usually somebody that looked like they shouldn't be in there comes in there. Like niggas be doing shit stupid. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I never move like that. Mm. But anyway, so cat out there, like what they would do when they're finessing people is like say a package came with just phone books in it. Mm. Cause you got multiple lines that it has to go through, right? The, the people right at the FedEx facility or UPS and then people that work in moving the shit around, right? They, they hit to the game. So they'll stick shit through the box. Mm. If it come out with like some green on it, they, they know with some weed in there, whatever. So uh, if they do, they're not going to snitch on you. They're going to take it. Right. Put, take something, it. put something heavy in there, usually phone books, and let it, let it go. Uh -huh. So that never happened to me. But I knew, I knew that that was a thing. So all of a sudden, while in my situation, cats are like, yeah, phone books. Mm. I'm like, all right. Uh, they, all right. I go, I go back in. Same thing. Uh-huh. I'll talk about, I'll tell you about how I resolved that off camera. For sure. <laughs> but, but, but make a long story short, yeah. that shit forced me out. You know what I'm saying? And then um, they was like, they was going really hard on me, right? Because I had a, a homie that also had a case 
at the same time, a Mexican dude, right? Major. And me and him didn't hustle together. We, did, we were just homies and we mm-hmm. hung out. We partied together, right? I didn't know what he did. He didn't know what I did. So he had a state in a Fed case. And the Mexicans, like, they're allowed to snitch. You know what I'm saying? It's okay for them. Yeah. yeah because he was the biggest... Uh, he brought the most money to the Mexican mafia in prison, right? So he was like, yo, they was like, yo, do what you got to do. So with him becoming a uh, informant for the, for the feds, they had what's called, and I learned this because oh, I He is Mexican. He's Mexican. Oh, yeah. okay. I thought Mexican was snitching on him. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. He, uh, they had a, what's called a free talk, right? He told me this after the fact. Um, I hired a private investigator to try to figure out if I had another indictment coming because I couldn't understand why they was going so hard on me. Mm. I had no priors, all of this stuff, right? So the what happened was my prosecutor was at his meeting with the feds, like a bunch of prosecutors, like with people with cases, and they're asking him all kinds of questions, and they're trying to see if he's honest to do a deal with him. You know what I'm saying? So when my name came up, blah, 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 blah. I heard everything he said. Mm. So, but none of it was accurate, but it still made me look bad, mm. right? Then he came to my house one time, this is before I knew that, recording me with a key fob, you know what I'm saying? And I was talking about how I don't understand why they're going so hard on me. I think so-and-so snitching, he got to die. It sounded, <laughs> bro, I heard the recording, mm-hmm. my, my heart sank to my stomach. Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, they're listening to this shit, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So I decided to take matters into my own hands and upscale from justice. That's really how I stopped hustling. Mm. Yeah, you know, I went on the run. I think I heard some of this on No Jumper. Okay, before we get started, for what do you do for the people that don't know who you are? Because you do got you got a lot going on. Yeah, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I own uh, one of the fastest growing supplement companies in the country. It's called the Ambrosia Collective. We actually got the number one plant based protein in the world. Um, we're fast tracking to 100 million. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I have a company called Snack House Foods, which is a healthy snack company. Um, I have a very robust online personal training platform, mm-hmm. uh, app, and business, uh, over 4,000 clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also coach online coaches and trainers to transition from the gym to online, right? Mm-hmm. Because here's the thing. Your potential for impact is a lot greater online. Yeah. It's more people. You're limited to however many people you can see in a day if you're training people in a gym. Yeah. And that limits that. It limits the amount you can earn, mm-hmm. right? So I teach people how to get off, uh, get out the gym. You can stay in the gym if you want, but start your online business and I show them how to grow it. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that's doing really well. Um, I invested in a company called Trifecta, which is one of the top meal, meal replacements, not meal replacements, but uh, meal prep delivery companies in the country. Mm-hmm. That, that did very well. Um, yeah, little things like that, a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, former boxer, you know, YouTube, podcast. You, YouTuber, podcast, YouTuber, all, mm-hmm. all of the things. You in the weed business? Weed, nah. Mm-hmm. Used to be. Used to be. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not the right way. So yeah. you, you speak about health, like plant-based. Yeah. Um, why, why are you so big on health? All right, that's, it's interesting because the, despite me being in the streets, I was always a health nut. Yeah. I, you know, I started boxing at age 12, mm-hmm. right? And one thing that's been consistent in my whole life is me being in the gym and yeah. being healthy, right? So when I was younger, I wasn't concerned with like nutrition mm-hmm. because like 
you know, black kids got good genetics. We could eat shit and mm-hmm. still be, be fine. But as you get older, you start learning more. I start learning more, educating myself more and taking things more serious. And, you know, food, the wrong foods wouldn't make me feel good as I get older. You know, alcohol would make me feel terrible, you mm-hmm. know, certain things. And, you know, I gained a real love for myself. So with love, like I ask people all the time, do you love yourself? And they'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, you drink? They'd be like, yeah. I'd be like, mm-hmm. you really love yourself? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, I'm not, I'm not denying that people don't love themselves, but they got to love themselves better, right? And I'm not saying like, don't do this, don't do that, but you got to calibrate your life pro- according mm-hmm. if you want to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Something else got to, you got to sacrifice something yeah. if you want to do this. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just wanted to live, it's not about me living forever, but the, li- the years that I am on this planet, I want them to be quality. I want to be, I want to feel good, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't want to be sick, you know what yeah. I mean? So that's why it's important to me. And a lot of people listen to me. So, you know, the stuff that I'm telling you right now, um, a lot of people don't even know about my past, right? Because I don't glorify it at all because mm. it's not fly, right? I'm very lucky that I didn't succumb to the streets. Yeah. So, uh, and then being incarcerated, it's like, it's the worst place in the world for a human being. It is. You feel me? So I don't want to glorify that at all and make them think that it's cool because it's not. It's actually really stupid. <laughs> in 2023 to do illegal things to make money. Mm-hmm. There's so many easy ways to make money. So many ways. You feel <laughs> me? So, <laughs> yeah, so my, my contribution to the world to tip that scale of the bad things that I've done yeah. to do more good things is to teach people about health, right? Uh, help other people help people be healthy, right? And I'm what, what I consider a conscious capitalist, right? So I'm a uh, 100% capitalist to the heart, but everything that I do is involved with uh, benefiting people in some capacity. Mm-hmm. So, <clears throat> and that's the most sustainable way to make money is helping people. Helping people. That's it. Helping people elevate. Yeah. So that's why that's important to me. It's just like, that's my niche. That's my thing. I've always been into it. What's your diet like? I eat once a day. Once a day? Eat yeah. What you eat? It depends. Um, for it could be like a, a salmon or a couple of salmon fillets, some rice, some veggies. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Maybe I've had a shake earlier in the day, but um, something like that, some kind of carb, protein, and fats. You so you're saying? not like a vegetarian? Or nah, just- nah. I explored um, a vegan diet for a couple of years, some years ago, and it was straight. Mm. But I like meat. I like. I love the taste of meat. Mm. And meat, you just pound for pound, you can't fuck with it as far as the nutrients you get from meat. Mm. It's hard to duplicate that. How do you eat one time a day and still sustain like the body? Well, I used to be a lot bigger. Yeah, I was jacked, right? Nigga, so, you jacked? <laughs> nah, but I was like, I'm 220. I used to be uh, 250, you know what I'm saying? Solid. Muscle. Yeah, but that's not healthy though. You know what I mean? I, I, I thought I was healthy, Yeah. but I went and got my blood work done like in 2016. And they were like, bro, <laughs> look at this. You're trending to becoming pre-diabetic. Where it come from? Just too much eating, too much spiking your insulin over and over and over and over. Mm. You don't have to be fat to become diabetic. You know what I'm saying? So you were just eating a lot to gain more muscle, right? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That's what people think though. Like you gotta, you gotta eat a lot, live heavy. You know what I'm saying? To get here's the thing. Maybe when you're young, you do, Mm -hmm. but your body's burning that shit off rapidly, right? Yeah. The human body is a magnificent piece of technology. It's the most advanced, right? Mm -hmm. It wants to be perfect. It wants homeostasis, like balance, right? Mm-hmm. So I have a slow metabolism. People think that's unhealthy, right? Mm-hmm. But it's the most healthy, right? 
animals with the slowest metabolisms live the longest. You feel me? Which are? Sharks, whales, mm -hmm. giraffes, crocodiles. Mm -hmm. The news eat like once a year. You feel me? Cool. What? Crocodiles. A crocodile, somebody can Google it, maybe a couple times a year, but their digestion is extremely slow. slow okay, when a crocodile eats something, he's chilling for a long time, mm -hmm. right? So with me, so it's you, anybody can, can change their metabolism based on how they eat and their exercise, right? So when you're eating a lot and you're mm -hmm. busy, you have a fast metabolism. Yeah. You're burning it off, you're gonna need it. If you eat, like how I eat like once a day, what happens is, in the beginning, you're hungry, you're used to eating often, but then your body starts slowing down that digestion mm -hmm. to like let it last. So what happens is this, people don't realize this, your body becomes more efficient at what's called uh, protein synthesis. Protein synthesis is like when you're eating food and protein, mm -hmm. your body using it and changing it into to muscle, mm -hmm. converting it to muscle, right? So when people take steroids, they have an, a very advanced protein synthesis, right? When people are eating not as often, they have the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. But they still got to be training and all of that. You know, you're going to eat and get swole. You got to mm -hmm. be doing the right things. So when a person is not eating all the time, their body's just working better. Brain work mm -hmm. better. Mm -hmm. You got to think about it like this. Our ancestors, they would eat a couple times a week. There was no grocery store. They had to hunt, right? Mm -hmm. So they wasn't hunting when they was full. It was hunting on an empty stomach. So when you're on an empty stomach, you have a heightened sense of awareness, mm -hmm. alertness, memory, all of that, and energy. Mm -hmm. Because you have systems of the body. Digestion is a huge system. It takes up a lot of resources in the body. Mm -hmm. So when you're digesting food, you want to chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no full mindset. It's a hungry mindset. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Yeah. That's for a reason. Oh, goddamn. Hmm. Yeah. Well, right now, bro, I'm 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 juicing, bro. I'm on this juice wave right now, bro. Okay. I juiced for like 14 days, bro. I'm on a watermelon fast. Nothing, man. nothing um, solid. It was nothing solid. Well, I, like avocado or cucumber, or some okay. shit. Just when I really got hungry, and I thought I got done lifting weights and some shit. Yeah. But that shit slimmed me down, bro. Like I was, yeah. my my mental was just like on another level, mm -hmm. physically, mentally, spiritually. I just felt better. You yeah. Know what nah, I mean? that's what and I even mean. when I started eating again, I was like, damn, I really don't even fucking like food like that. Yeah. I just, see. I just, I'm addicted to the taste. See, that's how I am. So I have a different uh, relationship with food than most people. I'm not a foodie. People are like, I'm a foodie. I'm like, yeah. I don't relate, right? right? I like food, you know what I'm saying? Certain dishes, I'm like, yo, this is bomb, and I'll indulge, yeah. but not often. People got to look at it like, like this, bro. When, when, I'm gonna speak about black men. When a black man hit around 42 to like 50, mm. he's at high risk for a heart attack, and he shouldn't be. That's young, right? Mm -hmm. But that's just what the numbers show. That's what the data shows. Because most people are just normal, right? When I say normal, that's like eating three times a day-ish, mm -hmm. sometimes more. Alcohol, cigarettes maybe, mm -hmm. high stress, mm -hmm. don't sleep good, don't exercise. So when you're eating all the time without like doing all the exercise, burning that shit off, you, your arteries are getting clogged with uh, calcium, right? And plaque. And what that does is it restricts your your your, your vessels mm -hmm. to where you ain't getting that blood and oxygen from and to the heart. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then that's how people have heart attacks and die. I have a couple of homies that died in their like 40s, right? Damn. It wasn't necessarily they were overweight. They'd be like swole and a little chunky, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. But um it's it's a it's a thing and it's 100 percent reversible or avoidable 
but it's the way that people eat. People are addicted to food. Food is just a means to an end, mm-hmm. right? You, you have your car, you put gasoline in your car, it uses that for energy to drive. The more it drives, that shit goes away, you gotta fill it back up. Mm-hmm. Same thing with us. But a car, it's a mechanical structure, the gas can, right? So you put the gas in it, it's not gonna overflow. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of come out, mm-hmm. you're wasting it, so you put it up. With us, we're malleable, our body, so it stretches. Mm-hmm. It's gonna stretch, mm-hmm. and we start stretching. And people, you get to a certain point to where it's all psychological. I was, uh, when I saw you in Miami, uh, I met with, a, with another brother. He was obese, right? And we chopping it up on some business shit. I was like, how'd you get like this? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> fuck all of that. Cause like, like look, look, bro, when you ain't healthy, money means nothing. Yeah. When you in pain, when your gout mm-hmm. is whooping your ass, your mm-hmm. money does nothing for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and I tell people like this too, you're an asshole if you let yourself get to that point and your family's stressed out having to get you to and from the hospital because mm-hmm. you can't stop eating. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's very selfish. But anyway, I asked him, like, how like, how do you get that go that far? Because if I eat too much, I'm like miserable, right? Mm-hmm. And he was like, I just didn't care because nobody else cared. Like, I grew up around all fat people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I see that because I got family in the South. And like, where they at, it's like everybody fat. And it's cool. Everybody, how, you know what I mean? How are you with like, with friends and family or like even girls you deal with that you see like living a, a unhealthy lifestyle? Cause like with me, I feel like I'd be too hard on motherfuckers. Like, yeah. yo, like, why are you, why are you eating like that? Or like, mm-hmm. damn, I fucking drink so much. Especially like women, like yeah. women are just, just alcoholics. Yeah. Like I gotta say something. If yeah. I don't say something, I feel like I don't, you know what I'm saying? I'm a bad friend. Like how do you, how do you like navigate like, not being so a fucking like an asshole to people. I'm an asshole. As <laughs> T, like T used to, bro. He used to be like, we'll be when when I got the spot in Miami. We in Miami, Cuban spots. He'll be pouring his coffee and then he pour sugar. I'm like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, and he'd be like, you be pissed, like, bro, like I'm a grown man, bro, mm-hmm. like. So I would stay on him, and then I backed off. I planted those seeds, mm-hmm. and then slowly but surely he started like. You know, so I look, yeah, yeah. you know, but I got to Like, if I care about you, I'm going to say something. You got to say something. I'm going to say something. You if you don't want me to care, I ain't going to say shit. Mm-hmm. But I shouldn't be around you. Right, you know what right, I'm saying? Right, right. So I live by the motto, still shopping still. And I tell everybody in my circle, if I'm fucking up and I don't see it, and y'all don't tell me, fuck y'all. You don't yeah, care about yeah, me. You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. You don't need no yes man around you. Yeah. So I'm on everybody, bro. Because mm. it's like, it's like, even like this, like, say, we go party. I don't party often, but when we go, we go hard, right? Mm-hmm. It'd be at five in the morning so up, getting in. I, I still get up early and go to the gym. Hey, fire shit, man. I want to smell the weed. I can't smoke it. Oh, you smoked yeah. it? Ain't no way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. What's that? Yeah, nah. So if I party, mm. I'm up early. That's my rule. Mm. Up early, gonna sweat that shit off. Because mm-hmm. I'll drink. I'll go hard, I'll, yeah, yeah. you know, do all the things. It's all about moderation, though. You can't it's go moderation. hard every fucking day. Nah. The way I go hard, it's not sustainable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, <laughs> you go hard. I go hard, bro. <laughs> yeah. Motherfuckers like, yo. Mm. I like, you good? I like to test people, too, see how sturdy they are. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like motherfuckers that can do all the things and still got their lives together. Gotcha. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? You smoke weed? Nah, I don't smoke weed. But you do psychedelics. I do psychedelics. 
I've seen that. And I don't microdose, <laughs> a macrodose. Macro. I, what is a macro? Just a lot. Just I want to feel that shit. What do I? What do so mean? what's the what's the most you ever took at one time? I, I, I did a I did a heroic dose, a heroic journey on LSD. It's like a three, four, four grams. Bro, I did liquid, pure. So the liquid you're supposed to like just like mix it to dilute it. I'm not that precise, and I'm like I could figure this shit out. <laughs> so I like I figured out how to get like a hit yeah. from the liquid, right? So this one day, this man was with me right here. We was uh, headed to my gym to film some content with one of my homies, another boxer, uh, and I fucked up. I'm like, oh shit. I did it, I didn't feel it, and I'm moving fast because it's like a busy day. And look, all right, so LSD, people have such a weird perspective of these uh, medicines, especially LSD, they think you're gonna be all fucked up. So they call it acid. When you say the name acid, it's just that's, like- That's part of the name, it's yeah. lysergic acid, right? Yeah. But most of our body is acid chemicals you know what I'm saying it's just a word so what it does is it it makes parts of your brain communicate to other parts that it don't usually communicate with it heightens everything you're very aware of everything you get no bullshit you hear better see better smell better food tastes better mm -hmm. sex is incredible like magical mm -hmm. every time I've had sex on that they're like is this normal you know what I'm saying it's like for real spiritual you feel me are, are both both y'all taking it me or both. Uh -huh. I, I rarely ever take it by myself. Uh -huh. So yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like next level. Um, so you're more creative. So I took it like to, to film some fire shit at the gym, right? On a workout. There's fighters that take it in training, in sparring, and they feel like they're in a matrix, whooping ass. Yo, listen, I had this, this hypothesis, right? Mm -hmm. I think that back in the day when they used to go to war, they used to take mushrooms. Yeah, they did all of the things. Okay, because they this, did. It's this like, is a fact. This is proven. Yeah, they did to yeah. go in there with that type of rage. Like ah, it's like you got to get a whole thing. other fucking. And but you don't. The rage works against you though in combat. You got to be calm and mm -hmm. calculated, right? Uh, there's even like all right. So Steve Jobs, if you read his biography, he talks heavily about all of the LSD he did. Mm -hmm. That's where a lot of his ideas came from. A lot of scientists, physicists, and whatnot will have issues or problems, equations they can't figure out for months. Lock themselves in a room for 30 minutes on acid, and they've got it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The first time I took it, now, I was slow to the party with anything, right? Taking anything, right? Mm. So 2020, my first time doing it. But I did like a year worth of research before that, right? And um, I had a very good grasp and understanding on it. Of it, so when I took it the first time, I just I dove right in and just took a hit, not like not half. I took a whole hit, and it was just a, a beautiful experience. And it made me pissed at the at the government. I'm like, y'all are such fucking liars. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Schedule one, mm -hmm. no therapeutic or medicinal benefits, highly addictive, mm -hmm. none of which is true. Mm -hmm. You feel me? So so yeah, I did a heroic <laughs> dose by accident, but it was it was a trip. I seen on one of your episodes, you you made everybody take some psychedelics. I didn't make them. Oh, you didn't make, <laughs> I didn't I make mean, them. But you did. Everybody, yeah, everybody. Like I ain't the only one. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So like, the, like people, we don't. Nobody does it often. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's cool to do every now and then. Now, yeah. so you you're the ayahuasca, mm -hmm. right? So that's a like. You done that? No, I haven't done that. I'm, I don't want to do that. Why not? I don't want to shit on myself. Shit on yourself. Throw up. You purge. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I ain't know that. I ain't yeah, know. yeah, man. I've, I've had my version of that with that heroic journey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is what happens. So 
literally, technically what happens is that molecule binds to your 2A serotonin receptors, right? So you have an uptake of serotonin, like an, a crazy amount, right? Mm -hmm. It makes you happy. Now, what they used it for and what it was being developed for was for people with depression, anxiety, PTSD, medication doesn't work, not responsive. They would do two therapeutic sessions, like one day and one day of a, like a hero journey with a therapist, right? And they'd be good for six months, no symptoms, right? Mm. That's not good for Big Pharma. Mm -mm. Big Pharma needs you to run out of pills in 30 days so you can buy it again. Mm. You feel me? So this is why these things were banned for so long. But look, you can hide the truth for a minute, but at some point it's going to come out. So that's why these restrictions are being lifted. And I'm in the front of the line to be one of the first businesses with a, psych a legitimate legal psychedelics uh, uh, psilocybin business. Because that shit is legal in California. Oh. It's decriminalized. So that means no one will go to jail for it. Um, you're not supposed to sell it, though. But people selling it, like dispensaries, yeah. everybody selling it. Um, so you know, it's just a, it's just a money game, man. They just want to make sure they get their piece. The government. You, yours is liquid. You said? <laughs> they have li We have liquid, and uh, it'll be all of the things: uh -huh. candy, gummies, chocolates, and the actual mushrooms, which I hate. Those taste, huh? It's disgusting. For real, I got yeah. that shit in a smoothie. <laughs> when you take LSD, is it the it's, it's the two forms of LSD, right? It's like yeah. a natural form, then it's the liquid or the um, paper, the thing. plop. Yeah. Which, which one you prefer? The paper. Well, it's easier to gauge. You know okay, what I'm saying? For sure. I took a heroic journey by by accident. You uh -huh. see? Yeah. On both, on LSD and shrooms, you had both. No, nah, no. Nah, yeah. I've never been able to get that crazy on shrooms. Okay. I've tried. It just doesn't hit me as hard. Mm -hmm. LSD is just powerful and crisp. What did you What did you discover in this 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 journey? Um, yeah. On this heroic journey. Uh, all right, so this is what happens. People will, I can articulate it in a very beautiful and poetic way. Yeah. I want to articulate it in a very practical way because right. I understand what, uh -huh. what happened. The things that are most pressing on your heart and your mind, you have to deal with it, right? Anything negative, you have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. So mine was two things. Mine was my relationship with homie right there. That's my bro, right? I've been knowing him since 2020, right? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we all work together and I'm very aggressive. So when I'm on go mode, I'm like, hey, what, what, what the fuck? You know, mm -hmm. talk, I talk a lot of shit. Mm -hmm. It's some of it is in jokes, but some of it would be serious. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, maybe I've said things to him that I shouldn't have said or was just too aggressive. And like the revelation was like. Like, bro, like, why would you talk to him like that? Yeah, yeah. That's a good dude. That's your uh -huh. guy. I mean, loyal. He's a good father. Mm -hmm. He he does a great job at the at the at the office. Like, so I went. I was in my tub. That's like my little sanctuary. Mm -hmm. I got out. He, him, my assistant. They was at the crib. They were downstairs. So I put my robe on my towel. I ran downstairs. Like, bro, <laughs> bro. I'm sorry for not being a good friend. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, said all of the things. We hugged it out. Went back upstairs. Then the next demon or monster mm -hmm. was lies. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I tried my best to be as good as a human being as possible. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I was still lying to girls. You know what I'm saying? Like, she don't need to know this. You mm -hmm. know, the white lies. A lie is a lie. And you feel an overwhelming sense of, like, love for yourself, right? So it's like, bro, why would you allow that kind of filth to come out of your mouth? You know what I'm saying? So that had nothing to do with nobody. That was me. And I, 
I like processed it for real. And that's when I just, I just stopped lying to girls. Like mm-hmm. I don't really lie. I never really lied back then, but I would kind of like create a false yeah. perspective that I wanted them to think, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But now, and I find when you don't lie, nothing is all is better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, <clears throat> you know, so those were the things that, that was most pressing on my heart and my mind. And those were the things that I had to deal with. They say that you face your, you see the dragon. That's how they describe it, right? The dragon is just your, your demons, is your uh, inadequacies, mm-hmm. you know, your character deficiencies, right? And if you're a person of character that wants to be a better person, you want to fix that shit. I can imagine somebody considering themselves a, a decent human being, not fixing their shit right. on a journey like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's what I experienced. Um, I'm gonna tell you some crazy shit. So, like I said, it brings you closer to your truth, right? So, I'm a notorious, I am a polygamist to the heart, right? So, but back then it was just like, I'm just, I always had to smash two girls, three girls. Mm-hmm. So, that night, so the ride is like this, right? But then it started coming down. So you're out of that therapeutic phase and back into that euphoric phase. So I'm feeling good now. So I'm on IG talking shit, listening to music, like not my normal shit. So one of the shorties that I used to hang out with was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm in the center of the universe. You know what I'm saying? She's like, I want to come over. I said, all right, I'm bringing somebody. I said, perfect. <laughs> so they come over, they come in from the strip club. They're already lit, lit a little bit and they pour themselves some drinks and my crib is like, it's just a vibe in the crib. Mm. Like I got hue lights everywhere and I control it. So it's like, just a dope environment. So we chilling, we vibing. They sit on the floor and I'm explaining everything to them. Remember I'm on LSD, so my brain's working better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm picking up all of the communication mm-hmm. going on between them. And one thing I don't do is fuck with somebody who's with somebody. No thanks. I don't do that. I don't even smash girls that I'm not considering bringing into my family. You know what I'm saying? So I have in the past, but I'm just, it's a waste of my time. So the shorty that she, my girl was, was dope. And her, her friend was fired because he's new. So I'm trying to figure out who she is, what's about her. So I'm like, where was y'all at? And this one is slick. So she doesn't post or tag shit, whatever. But I, I found out where they was at. I, I'm listening to where they was at. So I went to that in the stories, like the, uh, the location mm-hmm. on IG. Fucking found it, mm. them, right? <laughs> and so I went to that one's page. The first picture was her and a dude, like her mm-hmm. husband, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like a nice guy, square dude, mm-hmm. but just seemed like a nice guy. I felt so bad for him, right? So, and then more communication, and she, she slipped up and said something about her boyfriend, my own girl, right? Just tell me. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna smash, but be honest with mm-hmm. me, right? So that, everything, all right, all right cool. So they get on the bed, start to bust it open. I get the phone out because that's my normal, like just film everything. <laughs> I was like, now prior to that day, I would have just, even if I didn't want to, I would have just did it. Just to yeah. be a man, just to do it, just yeah, to crush yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, hey, I appreciate y'all for coming over, but I just really want to be alone right now. You know what I'm saying? They were like, what? I get the Uber. Oh, this free you know right here, nigga? Yeah, <laughs> like, nah, I'd rather be alone. Mm-hmm. So they, they did it moving. I chill, watch uh, music videos. I ain't watched a music video in years. Mm-hmm. It was great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
and had an uh, awesome night. You know what I'm saying? By yourself. I was being truthful to myself and mm-hmm. I didn't want to fuck with them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But the old me, uh, just super, like, just not real with me. Mm-hmm. I would have I would have did what I am supposed to do. Supposed to do. And felt like shit afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's what it did for me. Mm-hmm. And one more thing. I forgot this. I'm a grumpy motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everything pisses me off. Not like really, but I'm just... I tend to have that that kind of disposition. I was like just elevated and positive for like three, four months after that. Everybody was commenting like, yo, you so much more pleasant. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that was, it was a dope vibe. It was like an awakening type shit. Yeah, nah, for real. It was, I'm not gonna lie, bro. It was, it was life-changing to an extent. You know, it was transformative. So now like, you, I heard you say like, okay, you don't even smash women that you don't even want it. It's not going to enter your family. Right. Potentially. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So one, I want to ask you like, like turning down women, turning down pussy, because as men, like we just feel like we just got to hit right. everything. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Especially being who you are. I'm pretty sure like it's a lot of women that after you in your DMs mm-hmm. and it's like to the average man, a nigga that ain't getting it like that, or even niggas that's getting it like that, that's not conscious. Yeah. They feel like, yo, just cause they on my line, I got to hit. You mm-hmm. know, I feel if you don't like, Either the woman gonna look at you weird, like, damn, what the fuck? Like, you ain't finna hit mm-hmm. this? Or like, your partner's gonna be like, damn, nigga, what's wrong with you? Right. Cause me, like, bro, I don't, I can't hit everything. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel like everybody shouldn't be allowed in my space. You That's know what I mean? Just, yeah. I, just cause you find it's, I go off energy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I never really thought about that. Like, yeah, yeah like being in my family type shit. Yeah. <laughs> but like, can you speak on, like, you know what I'm saying? Just not allowing just any woman in your space just cause she's just fine and just, that's what we're nah, yeah. supposed to do. Listen, bro, like, my my woman is queen supreme, dying, right? One woman. My woman, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody's special like her. Mm-hmm. Now, if we bring somebody else in, then that's what it is. But outside of that, it's like, nah, like this is, I, I'm not cheapening myself. I'm not going to, it's not going to be a situation to where bitch is going to be talking about me to her. Mm-hmm. She's not going to find out anything about me from anybody but me, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Uh, to be deceptive and to not be the person that your significant other think you are, is probably the most terrible thing you could do to somebody. You could mm-hmm. really damage a person. Mm-hmm. And then they, they're not gonna trust you. I had a situation like this before. Um, so when I was on a run, you know, I cleaned up my life, right? Mm-hmm. And started, that's when I started my businesses, the whole nine, but I was still a fugitive. So, I had a girl. I didn't want to have a girl during that time because I didn't want to go to prison and have a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't want to worry about that shit in the streets. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I would not get close to nobody. But this one girl, she was so sweet and she was dope and I just fell for her. So they came and got me. So extradited me back to Arizona. And she's like, I can't move. She just became a nurse, right? I got to do this. But she says, I know you. Just do what you do, mm-hmm. but don't make me look stupid. You know what I'm saying? Don't make nobody feel special. I'm like, stop. Mm-hmm. But I, I did exactly that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fell in love with somebody. I can't just be smashing somebody and not fall for it. Like, yeah. Because first of all, I, I'm a very picky person. Mm-hmm. And if I'm choosing somebody, it ain't just her looks. It's her personality, her vibe, like all of that shit. Why wouldn't I fall for her? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So some months go by. They find out, they call me up, 
bust me out. I'm like, all right, it's cool. But then I'll get one back and the other back. Same shit. They find out again a couple months later. I I just get the one back. So I get her back, but it was different. She didn't look at me the same. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that shit fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'll never put myself in a situation like that again. You feel me? So, yeah, I don't. And look, bro, I'm a multimillionaire. Look, I had everything, lost it all, and got it back legally. So my my self-estimation is through the roof. Fucking right. So why would I just let any old body? I would would not let any old body in my space. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, they're just they're not deserving of it. And, but I look at a lot of things. These girls be out here with lame niggas. If I see you fuck with a lame, get out of here. Hmm. What am I here for? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? You don't know the difference. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like, you know, it's a lot of factors, man. So I'm very selective. And I'm like you were saying earlier, I protect my space and my energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not here for everybody. It's just not, mm-hmm. you know? And it's interesting because it's the shit stopped. Like, I used to, you know, I'll have girls just or whatever DMs, but it, it stopped. I think my energy is so what it is now that they don't even come at me like that no more. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Um, now, when I am broadcasting my relationship, that's a little bit different. Girls want to be a part of that. Right. I don't know if anybody has ever explored polygamy or polygyny to be specific, but here's the thing. Women are attracted to men with women. Not because they have a woman. It's just that women do not want a man that nobody else wants, mm-hmm. right? So you have a bad a baddie. It look like you're treating a girl, all of that shit. She look happy. They're interested. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Now, when you're bold enough to say like, look, I'm taking somebody else on. We like this. They're very intrigued. Mm-hmm. Very intrigued. Mm-hmm. I've never sat down with a woman. They can be, they're probably in your comments being mad right, mm-hmm. right now. But put them in the right situation. They're going to try it. Because why wouldn't they? You want to be with a, like, potentially be with a man that's going to fully take care of you. Treat you like you want to be treated. The dream shit, right? And never fucking lie to you. You know what I'm saying? That's the biggest part. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. So many women, like, it was like fresh and fit. I took both my girls on at one time. And they were like, oh, shit, right? So many women was hitting me up. You went on it the first time without it. Right. Without right. the girls. Talk about started, it. They started talking shit. Then you came back. Like, with right. two girls. <laughs> this is why I did it, right? Uh-huh. I don't be putting my shit out there like that. I'm like, I'm big dog. Bro. Yeah. Like, what y'all talking about? Like, this, <laughs> this is not life. Yeah. This is not life. Look, every stage of my life was fine, right? Money or not. I had good friends. I had beautiful girlfriends, and I had fun. Mm-hmm. Even when I was had no money. That doesn't change anything, you know what I'm saying? And I like, like Fresh and Fit is my dogs. I like them. I really like them, care about them. But I, want them to, I wanted them to see like, yo, I hear your message, but bro, shit is real. Mm-hmm. And shit is more complex and deeper than money. Money is nothing, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And money should not be, it should not be. There's a lot of rhetoric, especially in podcasts nowadays, that it's money, you have what you want, money, money, money. I'm like, nah. One of my closest friends, normal nine to five guy, good job, but just normal shit. His wife is a dime. Mm. Normal job, they got their house, their cars, they whatever. 
she ain't going nowhere because she got a solid man. You know what I'm saying? Like, my life is not ideal for most people. You know what I'm saying? It's very, I can handle high stress. A lot of people can't. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I have to manage the lives of a lot of people in terms of people that rely on me for a paycheck. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a lot of pressure on people. Look, shit is smooth now because we're just in such an abundance. But I had a, a period where I had to shut down one business, pay everybody out of my pocket, right? Mm-hmm. Help out another homie, payroll type shit. So the shit be real, right? But I paid my dues and now I'm in a good position. So, but a lot of people would have folded right then when the shit hit the fan back mm-hmm. then. You know what I'm saying? So I've earned my, my status at where I am. I'm battle tested. So, you know, um, yeah, it is what it is. How do you, how do you, how do you get your ego stroked? Because most men need their ego stroked by having multiple women, beautiful women. If you're not allowing, you know, a lot of women in your space, if you're not, if you're only dealing with certain type of women, like, what strokes your ego like? Yeah, um, my ego is intact. It's, it's a, I got a healthy big ego, but my life, my my life. Everything in my life, it, it helps stroke my ego, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like when I go to the event, like the fact that so many people look up to me, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good for a man's ego. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm purpose-driven, right? So I, I set goals and knock them down. That's good for my ego. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I started back fighting in 2018, right? Um, after not, not fighting for so many years because I'm looking at other guys in my industry. I'm like, fuck these guys, right? And they want to work out, hit the bag. I'm like, are y'all fighting though? Would you fight? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to just like not appear to be like these uh, weenies. You know what I'm saying? Do some man shit. Let's go. Let's run. Let's run. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> a weenie shit. So, because I don't like, I'm just a certain type of way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a, I always got to separate myself from people. Mm-hmm. Like, nah, check this out though. I can do this though. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, can you fight though? Yeah. Like, how many push ups you got? Like, I'm competitive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, you know, my ego is, is very, very, very big. People think that regular people say shit like, oh, you gotta kill the ego. Like, nah. nah. <laughs> my ego is beneficial to a lot of people. You're damn right. You feel me? Yeah. And what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> we, <laughs> who wouldn't wanna be the man? You feel me? Like, who doesn't wanna be the man? Who the fuck? <laughs> but see, look, here's the thing, bro. This is like, we live in a world now that's ran by betas. You know what I'm mm. saying? Betas and pussies make rules, right? And it's fine because that's the only way that they can thrive and, and survive, right? Mm-hmm. Because what's a rule? A rule ain't shit. A, the only real rule, universal rule, is to like sustain yourself with food, mm-hmm. have a woman to reproduce with. Be honorable. Not even that, bro. Mm. I'm telling you, hear me out. Mm. Like raw dog shit, like human nature, mm, just nature mm, mm. is to eat, have shelter, and fuck. That's it. That's the rule, right? Now, over time, when we develop societies, you know, the, the weak people have to have rules so they can have a peace too, mm-hmm. right? I've been, I'm sure you're a fly dude, you're a king, I, you got the energy. I'm sure you've been in spaces where you know niggas, girls is on you. And it would be easy to just, you know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. I'm in that shit like that all the time. So it's like, we gotta have rules. He gotta have a like, this has gotta be wrong for me to just take his girl. It's yeah. gotta be socially not accepted. Uh-huh, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Shit like that. So, you know, uh, oh, oh, this guy got a lot of money. I'll take that. 
Yeah, right? Right. I was telling him a story about uh, my first gun, my second gun. I was like a kid, he was a teenager. Little white dude, his dad had a bunch of guns. We mm -hmm. went to the woods to shoot. When it was my turn, I said, right, I'm gonna save these bullets. Just keep that. Mm -hmm. He's like, hey, what are you doing? I said, hey, don't follow me. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Imagine just living your life like that. Yeah. And there's no rules. Mm -hmm. So stronger people, and when I say strong, I'm not talking about physically strong. I'm talking about, when I, I always speak about a dangerous man, right? And a dangerous man is not the most tough looking guy. A dangerous, Timothy McVeigh, not a good person, but was very dangerous. Mm -hmm. Skinny, puny, pathetic looking, right? But he was down to strap bombs to himself and blow the spot. That's dangerous. There's a lot of guys like shooting online, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like all that shit. Act like they fighters, but they. What are you doing? What will you do when shit hits the fan? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And then to take it a, a step further, dangerous is a person that's intelligent and will stand on his truth regardless of the consequences. You know what I'm saying? That's dangerous. You consider yourself dangerous? 100%. Yeah. With, with control. Yeah, for sure. 100%. I, um, I was having a conversation with a friend of mine. He's a physicist. His name is Eric Weinstein, right? Major dude, right? He's, you know who Peter Thiel is? Mm -mm. That's, that was like Elon Musk's first partner, first business partner with like PayPal. Mm -hmm. Billionaire. But he manages his, his billion dollar fund, like intelligent and gets the back. So we was having a conversation. I'm like, yo, bro, I don't want you to ever see me. I would be embarrassed if you ever see me like how I can be. And he was like, Mike, I see how I know I can see you for mm -hmm. who you are. But I love you. I fuck with you because you're not an asshole. Like I feel safer around you than most people because you're you you control the demon, the beast. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But as men, we need to be animals because there's animals out there who don't have any rules. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And if we're not capable of of being as fucked up as them, then we're victims. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I be telling dudes all the time, bro, like, you know, get you a strap, like, learn how to fight, do something. You got a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. You got kids. They should feel safe. You know what I'm saying? All the time. So even if, like, higher security, something, like, just, uh, uh, but I feel like men should be able to handle themselves to some degree. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And do difficult shit every day. You know, so... That's like, so when it, in terms of dangerous, like, yeah, that's, that's, I have to be dangerous. Like, because I, bro, I've, I've, death to me is not what it is to most people, right? It's not that bad to me, right? I learned at a very young age that life is, ain't shit. It can mm. go like that, right? I learned at an early age that people get killed all the time and the killers don't go to, go to jail. You know what I'm saying? Um, we was kids, bro, we'd be cats. <clears throat> will kill one of our friends and be out playing, trying to play basketball with us next week. And we all scared and shit like, yeah, mm. did somebody get this motherfucker? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, so I will not walk this earth. Anything can happen, Anything. but I'll mitigate as much as I can. You know what I'm saying? I feel like all men should That's a fact. know how to fight, mm -hmm. um, learn how to use a weapon. Mm -hmm. But what, what need to come with that is emotional intelligence. Correct. Because you can have this power, you know what I'm saying? Like if you, you're a boxer and you, you got all the strength, you know how to beat the shit out of a nigga. Mm -hmm. But if you ain't got that emotional intelligence, you're going to use that the wrong way and end right. up killing a nigga and going to jail or to jail. having a weapon. And, and it's pointless. And niggas will get guns just to have them, bro. Don't yeah. know how to use them for real. Yeah. Never really shot a gun. But yeah. so you you so really, you so trigger happy. Yeah. You ready to, when anything that happens, you ready to pull your gun out. You know what I'm saying? You might see niggas like, first, you know what I'm saying? They go right. grab their clutch. Right, right, right. You're supposed to grab that gun when it's time. You know what I right, mean? And right. some niggas, 
a lot of men they crash out real early because they they don't have emotional intelligence or some shit happened and they just tick off and they were just ready. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing. It's the emotional intelligence. It's emotional intelligence, emotional resilience and self-awareness. Yeah. And understanding consequences. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's like, look, I remember like one time I'm locked up. <laughs> I love, I'm a rap fanatic, right? Mm-hmm. But this one time I'm like, man, fuck Jeezy, fuck Tupac. I'm like, this shit got me in here. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was so, it sucked. And it's not really fuck them. That's just how I was upset and trying to blame somebody. But people don't really ever experience any consequences. So they, they, they'll crash out later in life and mm-hmm. be all bad. You know what I'm saying? In business, this is, this is interesting. I find that when I did business in the streets, people were more honorable than me doing square business. Because in square business, you're dealing with squares. Mm-hmm. who've never been in the streets. Mm-hmm. So the the idea that there will be, there could be some physical repercussions yeah. for them doing fuckery, is, that reality ain't there. Mm-hmm. And they think that it stops by threatening you with the cops or lawsuit. Mm-hmm. They're like, bro, a lawsuit? <laughs> a piece of paper? <laughs> you think that's gonna stop me, my nigga? Like, what are you talking about? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You know how many times people say, is that a threat? Yeah. I'd be like, I'd be like yes, <laughs> go tell, yes. Because it ain't what they think it is. Yeah. You, you go, go tell. You think it's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So, but that's the thing. When you're battle tested, you've been through all the shit, you know what you can do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. These people don't know that. Now, here's the thing, bro. As I get older, you know, I have, I have like my sons with me every day. Like, that's my guy. And I want him to be a, a renaissance man, an honorable person. Mm-hmm. So, I don't, he knows about my background and my past. But he knows that I've transformed out of that. And, you know, I'm a lucky person that I didn't get fucked up along the way. So he's too smart. Like, I'm so fortunate to have a son that's so smart. Mm-hmm. He, he moves so precise and so well. You know what I mean? And he's a real dude, too. Like, he didn't grow up. You remember Drake had a song, What's <laughs> on Light Skin? And Drake said, he said, Light Skin, but I'm still a dog nigga. Yeah. My, Elijah's like, like he heard that shit, like you know what I'm saying, like. But he is though, you know what I'm saying. He got uh-huh. the spirit of a real one, right? Uh-huh. Um, funny story, he got in a fight last year, right? Like, How old is he? He's 17. Oh damn. Yeah, he just yeah, 17. He got in a fight last year, and one of his friends recorded. It. I didn't want to look at it, but it took me six months to look at it, right? Mm. When I looked at it, I smiled because it was a grown man fucking with him. Mm. He was not being aggressive. Man touched him. Either, hey, don't touch me. About to touch him again. Mm. Sleep. Because <laughs> I taught him, I put him in boxing at an early age. Yeah. And he's like, I was like, when I was young, I didn't look tough. Mm. <laughs> but I had hands, and that's how he is. Mm. So it's a grown, like, what is a grown man fucking with some t- kids for? You know what I'm saying? He got, he got, that was justice right there. But yeah, that's, that's what we have to, I'm, I feel another thing about knowing how to fight and handle yourself. You're not quick to jump into no shit. Hell no. Because you know, niggas ain't got, it ain't a look. Mm-mm. It's not a look. Mm-mm. The look can help against people who don't know what's up, but I know you can't look at somebody and tell. Hell no. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. You can tell about movements and, and the way a nigga talk a little bit. You could kind of like gauge a nigga. Yeah, but, but that tough look ain't it. You've been incarcerated, right? Yeah. I'm sure you've seen some scary looking nigga getting knocked the fuck I out. I've seen it all. <laughs> so, so I don't go by any of that no more. Uh-huh. Like, and I, this happened to me early because 
people used to try to bully me when I was younger, right? Mm. And I unleashed hell on these niggas, right? Mm. And it was out of fear. I feared getting fucked up, so I went hard. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So nobody fucked with me. So it would be like, and this is what I learned. I'm like, damn, these bullies, these scary looking niggas, they have no idea how to fight mm -mm. because they intimidate people with their presence mm -hmm. and they never have to fight. Mm -hmm. right? I always got to fight. Mm -hmm. The homies are skinny. Like we always fought, right? Mm -hmm. So we know how to fight. So that's real shit. So I remember um, being locked up. I'm like, nigga, what? Excuse me? Yeah. Let's run it. You know what I'm saying? Trying to take my shoes. I'm like, what? Let's go. Are you locked up? Yeah. The first time, <laughs> I'm like, let's go. Like, let's go. I was, that was like, I was like 18. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? I didn't look like how I look now. Now it was never, like my last time, it was like nothing. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I also don't put out that energy yeah, no right. more. I did back then. Right, right, right. Yeah. Now you have a, you have high level conversations with like, bro, like you didn't have some, some great conversations with Billy Carson, 19 Keys, a few guys, bro. And it, your conscious level is not of the average human. Like the way that you see the universe, like I, I've seen you talk about like mathematics mm -hmm. and like for but the average nigga is not talking about that. Bro. Right. Where did you get this information from? Like when, when did you start tapping into that? Bro, it's the right combination of things. Uh-huh. I first and foremost born being born in Brooklyn, New York, right? Brooklyn, when I was growing up, the eighties and nineties was like a third world country. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It was bad. It was very violent. We, used, we had the highest murder rate, and we're not even a city. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It would be us in D.C., back and forth, right? Mm -hmm. Chicago wasn't even in the picture back then, right? Mm -hmm. This was like the New York City crime wave. This is when Rudy Giuliani is interesting. He just got indicted today with the law that he implemented on the mafia and us mm -hmm. with the RICO. But this is when he was handing out RICOs, like he did to my father. So it was just bad, bro. So me being able to, but I, was, I had an interesting situation. My mother's a G, you know what I'm saying? Mm. My father was a solid stand-up dude, but he was gone, he was in college, you know what I'm saying? And so I was around my mother and her husband, who's, you know, a boss. Um, so my mother, despite me being amongst that chaos, she kept me protected, you feel me? So I've seen a lot of shit as, as a young kid like that I should not have seen, mm -hmm. but it never damaged me. It just gave me more intellect and perspective mm -hmm. and made me more cautious, right? I play chess. Bro, I have an obsession with chess. Yeah. I'll be on my phone, like, nonstop. Yeah. I'll be in a meeting, and I'll be, like, acting like I'm doing some important shit. <laughs> playing you know chess. Yeah. Working on chess. Yeah. yeah. It's just, I, that, and my brain works like that. And I, my father got me in chess at a young age, and then boxing is chess. So my brain works in a certain way. Now, one, another thing about Brooklyn, you, it's... It's like we call it the planet, right? Because it's like culture, like a motherfucker. Like, mm. you gotta think, you live in a place where you have Chinese, you have Africans, you have all of these different cultures in their purest form. Not like the watered down version, it's like mm. pure, right? Um, so you had that. You had little kids whose imagination was never stifled. We always had like a fertile imagination. We go outside, no cell phones, no tablets, no nothing. And we just go on adventures, you mm. know what I'm saying? And going in different neighborhoods is like going to a different country. You feel me? When you go up in New York City, like in one of the boroughs, it's a good, it's a good chance that by the time you're an adult, you haven't been to other five boroughs, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In your city, because it's so much in your neighborhood. And then the next neighborhood, 
it's like a completely different place, right? So all those combinations of things, right? My mother, so I, I experienced like a very rich life and then a very poor life, right? And then young man shit, trying to figure shit out on my own. Um, I've always been a person that liked learning, you know what I'm saying? Um, my mother instilled that in me. You know, my mother was mad smart. So she had me reading like older books, like I'm third grade, I'm even sixth grade books, mm. writing. You know, you remember certain things. And I remember just, I was always the best reader in class, valedictorian, all of that, straight A's. And then I would have friends who couldn't read, like literally couldn't read, and it would embarrass me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is your parents? Like, you think that everybody's household is like yours, you know what I'm saying? And my mother was strict and a mother, like scary. You be talking about like some, Man, like <laughs> I'm fascinated by a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like the mat, like the numbers, the science, the it's like it was one video, like it was so uh uh whoever edited that shit, bro, like the shit was yeah, like a matrix type the, shit. Yeah. It was like it, it made me just like tap in, like damn, like I'm I don't know as much as Mathematics. I know, you know what I'm saying? Not, and I don't know nothing either. I'm a baby. Here's the thing, bro. This is what I've I've learned over the years. I like learning, bro, straight up. So Language, like language, English, Spanish, whatever, is a primitive form of communication for a human. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The simple fact that there's languages that we can't speak and can't communicate with each other properly, mm-hmm. just it shows that it's not the best way to communicate. When we talk about God, right? You believe in God? Mm-hmm. So do I. What is God, right? We know what the books say, mm-hmm. right? But nobody knows the intention behind the person writing that. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows the allegory they were trying to come up with. Nobody even knows the original translation from mm-hmm. in which we derive our text from. I sit with these books and these words, and I, I look at like the etymology of Adam, mm-hmm. Adam and Eve, Adam, Hebrew, Aramaic. Doesn't it's not a name. It means dirt. <laughs> it means like earth. Wow, right? Serpent. And I'm reading Genesis one day and I'm like, the serpent deceived Eve, yada, yada. God punished the serpent to be a serpent. What? Hmm. Makes no sense. Why is no one questioning this, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Serpent, etymology, definitions and etymology, etymology, seraphim. Seraphim is an angel. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, Satan was an angel too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then it's like, you keep going, uh, the creation and so whatever, and we were happy. Mm-hmm. Who was we? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all read this shit? Y'all mm-hmm. reading this shit? Mm-hmm. Like nobody's reading, right? Mm-hmm. People just take the word from their leader, their pastor, their preacher, yeah. their imam, whatever. But all of these scriptures is at the mercy of each person's interpretation. Yeah. To me, that's fine. All right, so look, my last time dealing with the law, um, had an excellent attorney. But there was a huge possibility, the fact that I went on a run, that they was gonna go hard on me and put me away for 15, 20 years. I was fine with it if that happened. Mm-hmm. You know why? Now I'm gonna, my contingency plan was like, I'm gonna become Malcolm X up in this bitch. <laughs> I have time to study. Oh man. You feel me? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna eat clean, I'm gonna meditate, I'm gonna pray, I'm gonna fucking study. I'm gonna be strong as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if I had to sit still, I'm gonna learn. So when I have time to sit still now, I'm trying to learn, right? My notes is crazy, right? I've written books, probably. If you put compile all this shit together, I just have a fertile imagination. No, no one ever stopped me from thinking. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. No one ever made me go to school. No one ever made me do shit. So my imagination never became stifled or disciplined. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So yeah, that's why I'm the way I am. You believe in, um, wait, you have a religion? Mm. What's that? Islam. Oh, mm. didn't know that. Yeah. How long have you been like that? Forever. Really? Mm. Wow. But I'm of a certain um, sector of Islam called the nation of gods and earths. That's why you may hear me greet people as gods, like mm. peace God, peace earth to a woman. So mm. this, this is the divine language of Allah, of God. Allah just means one God, right? Mm -hmm. There's no multiple gods. I mean, we can be gods, but the divine architect, the engineers, I don't know, maybe there's more, I don't know. I'm not that wise, right? Mm -hmm. But we have all of these lessons and we have what's called, we have divine alphabets and divine mathematics, right? And the mathematics, you know, we talk about that. It's a lot of things I don't like to put out there because it's not for everybody. Mm -hmm. But we have a, a breakdown. Um, you ever heard the term a five percenter? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm a five percenter. Mm -hmm. um, you have a five percent, 10 percent, 85 percent. That's a, a general pop, you know, breakdown of a population of, of, of all people. And the 85 percent is like, the general, like, I just go to work, I ain't thinking about shit. Sheeps. It's sheep, right? And that's not to say that anything in a disrespectful right, way. That's right. just like, that's just, is normal to be like that, mm -hmm. right? You have 10% who have knowledge, who have wisdom and power, and they, they manipulate the sheep, if you will, the 85 to benefit from. You know what I'm saying? At all costs. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Um, then you have the 5%, the poor righteous teachers, and poor doesn't mean financially or economically poor, because when you're intelligent, you're going to make money, right? Mm -hmm. you're righteous, it comes to you. So our job is to, you know, educate the deaf, dumb, and blind. You know what I'm saying? Bring them, resurrect these dead souls and fight the devils, 10%, right? Be on their fucking necks. Mm -hmm. And then me, you know, life is what you make it. And I assign meaning and purpose to my life. My name is Michael. Michael in scripture was the highest degree of angels. He was an archangel. He was God's right hand henchman. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He's the one who casted Satan out of, out of heaven and antagonized Satan to this day and protect the warriors and the good people. That's me. It's always mm -hmm. been me. You know what I'm saying? So I've assigned meaning to my life. So when I say, I go back to math, mathematics, people speak of like sacred geometry, right? That's somewhat pseudo. Geometry is geometry. And geometry specifically is a language of God. Let me tell you how. With mathematics, especially geometry, you can reconcile every mystery there is to the universe. They do it. You feel mm -hmm. me? So that's what mathematics. And we call ourselves gods, right? It's like, why would you say that? Think about it. It says in scripture, God made man in his image. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Right? We be saying God, he, him, right? Like a dude. We made God in our image. We made the image of God in our humanly image. You know what I'm saying? So the universe we created, right? You ever heard of a split test? Mm -hmm. So when something is not observed, it's not happening. When it's observed, we see it moving different, right? So we, our human minds, it's, it's funny because people will say like, oh, it's man-made, nature, nature is primitive. You know what I'm saying? And we're not primitive. Mm. 
If we were primitive, we'd be in trees and shit. You know what I'm saying? A dog is kind of primitive. You know what I'm saying? We are advanced and man-made is great. Man made this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It made glasses. It made lights. You know what I'm saying? So even the foods that we eat or medication, see, medication is uh, used as a tool of capitalism. So it looks bad, but medication is great. Mm. Motherfuckers will talk all that shit, but let you be in some kind of like pain <laughs> that you need some opiates. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I ain't trying to like go ride that shit out naturally. Yeah. Nope. Run that shit, yeah. right? So this is all beautiful things. Like these are all tools that we have at our disposal. Everything is what we make it. Money. Look, that's paper. It's literally paper. It has so much value. But people will kill for that mm-hmm. shit, right? And then when you break down, I had, I don't understand money. Like, for real. I had somebody break it down to me. He's like, but it's nothing. Like, it means nothing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you get into the weeds about, like, finances and money and bank notes and all of this shit. And then the legality of all of this shit. Mm. And how we're able to just create money whenever we want to. Mm-hmm. It's really kind of like... We're riding the wave. Hopefully we die in the next, you know, within 80, 100 years. But it's going to get to a point to where shit is going to be chaotic because we're, it's like we're living in like universal debt. We're living in karmic debt. Mm-hmm. Listen, for a man to steal from another man is really stupid because that's going to come back to you. Right. The sins that we have been committing on this planet. It's coming back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm so why do we keep doing this shit? And I'm talking about on a, a global scale, like all conflicts is resolved through violence, war, right? Money's dangled in front of people to get them to do things. So money has replaced God, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Money and violence. I always say to 99% of all people, their God is money and violence because they're afraid and they'll do anything for money. You know what I'm saying? When you divorce yourself from that culture, I won't do anything for money. Mm-hmm. I, turn, I turn down money all the time. I have such a weird relationship with money, it just keeps coming to me the right way. Mm-hmm. I don't need money from people. You know what I'm saying? I don't want their money. I don't want to be aligned with certain people because they got money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not afraid of what anybody would do to me. Because if, if the stars align for me to die, I'm supposed to. And it's going to be a beautiful story to tell about me. Mm-hmm. That's why every day I'm creating a better story. Mm-hmm. So death is... Like my mother, I lost my mother. I didn't lose my mother. I got closer to my mother two months ago. I was salute. I was not sad. I love my mother to death. But we're closer now. She's transcended. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's not of this no more. Mm-hmm. That's next for me too. And it's going to be beautiful when it happens. I mean, you know, people are just scared of death, but they to realize like it's coming. It's coming. We can't run from that. Like birth, birth is just as beautiful as death. Yeah. Like, we, we, we're we here for a purpose a certain mm-hmm. amount of time, and then we got to get to the next level. You know what I think it is? The fact that, because I think about this like this. So, if life is good, why would I think life after this not be good? If right. there's anything. Right. But most people's lives are not good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, it sucks. Say, like, fuck, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I never had that girl. I never had a Lambo. Mm-hmm. I never, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So... When our ancestors were under the condition of slavery, we could have overturned, overran a lot of these plantations. It was more, this, more, them, more us than them, and we're stronger. But they, they controlled us with the book, Christianity, the Bible. And it said, there's scripture where it shows like, look, you see this? You honor your master to do all of this shit. Mm. You gonna go to heaven when this is over. You good. 
And they believed it. Mm. That's why they stayed in line. You know what I'm saying? Can you imagine having that as your mindset? Like, that's what happens. Mm. Like, my life is going to suck right now, but, but <laughs> the more it sucks, I'm yeah. going to go to heaven, yeah. right? That's how people reconcile their, their conditions, mm -hmm. right? That is not on me at all. If I want heaven, I got to create it. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I've been in hell already. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that shit ain't fun. Mm -hmm. I don't want no parts of that. So if I, if I want heaven, I create it. And that's what I do. You feel me? So people are not creating anything. I create my universe. You create your universe, right? And thank you for allowing me in your universe. Mm -hmm. But people create their universe when they got the, they're just uh, uh, psychologically and spiritually aligned, right? But most people are not, and that's what's sad. And, and I'm working on a very robust program for people to learn how to like become alive. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because bro, most people are not. They're chemical robots. Think about the insanity of this. You get up, most people, you go to a job that you don't like, you get this little shitty paycheck. You take that paycheck, you give it to this landlord in this crib that ain't your dream house, so you can sleep and rest up to get up and go back to that job that you don't like. And all the while, they're giving you a little bit of money, they're making a lot of money, mm -hmm. you're making them rich. Go back, pay them to sleep, this whack-ass apartment, go back. It's an endless cycle, hamster wheel, that makes no sense of insanity. But that's what people stuck in this fucking psychological mm -hmm. slavery. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, you see some of my, me and my son conversations, bro. It's like, bro, this sky's the limit up out this bitch. Like, what you want? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's yours. How you gonna get it? Let's figure it out. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Mm -hmm. With my homies. Like, my homies, like some of my homies, I know I'll be annoying them. Because I, I see what they can have. Yeah. Like, nigga, like, no, mm -hmm. get that. Mm -hmm. Tell them. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But everybody figures it out at different speeds. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even me, it's, there's higher degrees to wealth for me too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I have to calibrate and do things different and shit like that. And I do. So life is beautiful. But yeah, I agree with you. Like, why would life be, why would life suck after mm -hmm. this? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And look, I sat with my mother. I sat with my mother. So when my mother transitioned, I, I came to Florida, you know, I never had to like plan a funeral and all of that shit, but I did it. I didn't know how I was gonna feel. I never was sad, you know what I mean? Um, I shed a tear like once, and we was in the limo in the Hertz, in the limo following the Hertz going to the cemetery, and my girl right here, and my mother was like, boy, hold her hand, but I can like you, you know what I'm saying? Hold it, hold it. I was like, I was like mm -hmm. she ain't know it though. It was like real brief. And, um, you know, I just felt, I did feel the way bringing her out. I just wanted to open it and fucking hold my mom mm. just one last time. But I had to like be a, a big boy and do what needed to be done. Lay her to, to rest, right? But she's not even there. So I was with family for like a week straight, came back to Cali, right to the office, back into the mix. I think we was together T with Big Mike. And then I left them and went to the beach I had a bag of my mother's things, like her jewelry and stuff. My mother flies, so diamonds and shit. I wanted to just go through her stuff, right? I hadn't had time to do it. So I had my little chair, my little blanket, go to the beach, FaceTime my cousin for a little bit. We chopped it up, and then I just put the phone down. Like, all right, I'm just gonna deal with my mom. So she was like right there communicating with me. Like, boy, that 
that ain't that ain't mine. I don't care about that. Mm. That ain't nothing. It's rocks and metals. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you're right. She's like, I'm not of this. This is you. This is you. I'm mm. up here. I'm of this ether. I felt that shit, bro. So it gave me so much comfort. You feel me? And there's times now, yesterday, I flew out. We flew out today, right? Yeah, yesterday, I dipped out to the, like, when I left the office, I did to the beach. I went to sit with my mother. Um, so when I get the little, little uh, hour, I go and just chill mm. in silence so I could feel her. You know what I'm saying? So, so death to me is going to be beautiful. You know what I'm saying? It's a, the next level of consciousness. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I'm going to fuck your head up right now. <laughs> <laughs> we are uh, three-dimensional beings. We exist in three dimensions, right? So there's animals or insects that's on our planet that's two-dimensional. Dimensions are a bunch of directions, right? So every direction that we can perceive is within the three dimensions that we live in. Now, a two-dimensional creature can't crawl, he can't climb, just crawls, right? He doesn't have a neck. And you know, insects have way shorter lifespan. So, so there's insects that don't, can't look up, they can't fly, they just mm -hmm. walk. So if we stand in front of him, all he knows is like that sliver that he sees, mm -hmm. like that's it. There's no, all of this, mm -hmm. there's no birds that don't exist to him, mm -hmm. right? He just see a piece of, a glimpse of what's in the next, the third dimension, right? And I would, I like to listen to these physicists and break this shit down. And they can, on paper, write equations for 11 dimensions, right? But we can't perceive that shit. But we perceive a sliver of a fourth dimension, right? And I have a theory or well, hypothesis. I used that word earlier. That's a mm -hmm. good word. I have a hypothesis on that. Now, we share the same physical components of any other animal on this planet. However, we have all this technology, and right. we have language, and we have all of these things, right? So our consciousness or our mind, our personality, whatever, in my estimation, that is a sliver into that fourth dimension. This is a higher level of consciousness. We literally mm. are on a way higher level of consciousness than every other creature on this planet. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So when I sit and thought about these things, that's that sliver that we perceive. Like that insect can perceive a sliver of our foot. Mm. We, we're perceiving that slither of whatever that next thing is. You feel me? Mm, I, get you, I, get you, yeah. I get you. I get you. It's like you can feel it. You know it's there, but you can't really. You don't know where it's at. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, yeah. Yeah, you can't really describe it. Because think about it, bro. Like, how can we reconcile? Like, through science, they can tell you about a cell, the cell membrane. A mm -hmm. sperm, an egg, it coming together, and then life. They can't articulate a personality. No. A consciousness. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? No, keep going. Yeah, no, nah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but how? But look, when you're exposed to these kind of things, I mean, how could you not dive into it and learn right, more and right, just right, right. sit with it more? It's like I feel a lot of things, and um, I can't really explain it or articulate it. Mm -hmm. Like I was sitting there having a conversation with a friend of mine and we were just talking about like just the universe and and like manifesting and it's like <clears throat> you can't really feel man like you know you can do it but mm -hmm. how you can't really describe it or like put in the words of like how it really happens it's like okay you put a thought out there and it happens and yeah. I, I got a question for you mm -hmm. what is your 
Or have you created a purpose for your life yet? And it's okay if you haven't. I'm just curious if you have. I would say my purpose is to become wealthy for my next generation. Mm -hmm. I am the person in my family that's going to create that that wealth. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to die doing that. Yeah. Okay. You have kids? Not yet. Okay. You guys got to get started. <laughs> <laughs> what I said, yeah, not yeah. yet. It's they yeah. on the way. It's in the oven. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. You already started. That's what's up. That's what's yeah. up. That's a blessing, bro. Mm -hmm. Listen, that's a blessing. Like, life is about... I remember when I first moved to Cali, I met so many people who ain't got kids, like that was older. Oh, it was weird. And I, I felt like they were trying to hold on to their youthfulness. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you getting old. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the ultimate expression of life. First of all, you live forever by reproducing. Yeah, yeah. You, I'm there too. And I'm so thoughtful about that that I put everything into that, my seed, mm -hmm. so it could be fucking better than me. Mm -hmm. You know, my son already better than me. Such a stand-up guy, it's ridiculous, right? So, why don't people think like that? And I'm gonna put this on you because you're about to be a father. Because I'm a father. Um, everything is right here. Wherever you live at is in your home. Education, the hospital, mm. police is you. You know what I'm saying? Um, my children, like my daughter, is homeschool, and she goes to a private school for the social thing. But it's a school that we handpicked, mm. right? Why would I give my beautiful child in the most impressionable years of their lives to a stranger that I don't know anything about? They back check, round check us, but we don't do it to them. Mm -hmm. So it's insanity, insanity to hand our children off to these people. I mean, you got too many kids in the class. The school my son was gonna go to, bro, is one on one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel the same way about like when I have children. That's how you do it, bro. Schools. TV and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be so different from what other kids growing up. Right. I understand, like those are precious years. You know what I'm saying? Very, Damn very right. sensitive. Damn right. And then, like, they're like a sponge, mm -hmm. and you giving it to a person like that's gonna give them a curriculum that somebody else wrote, and it's fake, fucking. And it's not even what is it leading to? Nowhere. Exactly. Nothing. Exactly. I need you to understand life. Facts. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm big on like, like my daughter's eight. Ivy, that's my dog. What right. You give? I got three. three. Yeah. So Ivy is eight. Ivy has a robust imagination. Ivy is brilliant, bro. So she be drawing. She or she gets some new toys, like little teddy bears or whatever, and she names it. And I said, oh, she got a little talent with this creativity shit, right? So I'm always like, we take our little walks, our adventures. And oh, you see that lizard? Ship. Yep, that's laser. So I know that she's going to name everything, right? And it'd be cool names, like Laser, the Lizard, mm -hmm. and like, like that. Oh, who is that? Like, who, you know that bird right there? She'll name it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I do things to keep her imagination just going. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And we'll have our conversations about just making things up. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, like, parents would be like, that's not, that's not a thing. That's not real. Yeah. Stop doing that. Right, right, right. When she was little, little, right on the walls, I didn't care. Let's go for it. When we go out to walk, grab the thorns, feel it. She's a scientist. I'm not going to tell her no or nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm watching, though. You know what I'm saying? So we always like, nope, stop. Don't do nothing. Mm -hmm. That's bullshit. So what I did with her, 
she was like all that energy. I like prime my mind for it. I'm like, I'm gonna wear her out. Yeah. I'm not gonna make her come in because I'm tired. We're gonna stay out. Yeah. And that's how it is to this day. Huh. I wake her ass up in the morning because I get up early and she get up early. I like sometimes she, she was up a little late because of summer. I'm like, get up. Mm. You know, go for a walk. She be so tired, she's like, let's go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. These are the things that we gotta nurture in our kids, like, mm. you know, and so they can be like my children are very like confident. I wasn't as confident as a kid because my mom was mean and shut up. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't do none of that shit. I don't yell at my children. Mm. Never hit them in my life. I gotta put this out there too. If you hit your wife, you go to jail. You go to jail if you hit your kid too. <laughs> it's a person. Like, why would you hit a person because you're upset? Because mm-hmm. they're not, you're not communicating properly to them to where they understand and doing what you want them to do. So it's like, uh, I thought about it when I was a kid. Like, I remember I was getting a whooping one time. I got fucked up, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, damn, she's mad. Like, I could tell she was mad. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's not right. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So I never wanted to be like that with my children, for one. For two, you know, I know history, and this is a tradition from slavery. White people I mean, don't do yo, this. That, shit just, that was the light bulb. Like, it came yeah, from slavery. It came from, directly from slavery. It came from slavery. Like, where the hell did you get that? And Belts it's like, and whips. It's a, it's a new wave of like parents right now that don't want to hit their kids because- They, they shouldn't. Yeah, that shit, is a, that shit is in the past. They like, shouldn't. you can discipline them in other ways. The, psycho- kids. the psycho- psychological shit is way more efficient. Yeah, yeah. So, and here's another thing. If you beat your kids, you're teaching them to resolve conflict with violence. Yeah. You being your little girl, she gonna let somebody beat her ass. Like, bro, it blows my mind when girls be like, oh, they got hit. I'm like, okay. Then she got then the second time, I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. I feel like if I yell at you, it's a rap. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even gonna yell at you. So mm-hmm. they'll go through years of getting their heads beat in and they be pretty. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but that shit probably start at home. Mm-hmm. You getting beat. This is like, don't get mad now, my nigga. Like, you, you hit your daughter. Yeah, yeah. Y'all whooping her. So, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? I guess everybody that used to get beat while they was a kid, like, they understood, like, this shit's not right. It's not right. It bro. ain't right at all. It's not right. Uh-uh. It's my kid. Like, no, yeah. it's not your. You don't, you don't own a. All right, you're, you're responsible for them. Mm-hmm. But this is not responsible behavior, motherfucker. Go hit your boss. Mm-hmm. Go hit your boss over here. Yeah. <laughs> what I get from you, though, like, bro, like, it uh, seems like you really enjoy being a dad. And I used to be, before like this pregnancy thing, mm-hmm. I used to think that I was like being a man by like not having a child. Like, okay, look, I'm single and I got no kids. Mm-hmm. But bro, the purpose of life is to recreate. Yeah. And the, the moment that I found out she was pregnant, I was like, yo, I, I love this feeling, bro. Like, I'm about to have That's a dope. Scene. I love like, that for you, bro. Like, That's I'm about dope. to see somebody I can, I can pour into yeah. and, and really, and unconditionally, like yeah. it's gonna be, like the love of my life. Bro, you know it's man? the best shit in the world, bro. Man. I didn't have love in me until I had a kid. I didn't, I was not that guy. That's the reason why I want to have a kid too. Yeah. Honestly. I want to, I want to have unconditional love. I, yeah. want, I want somebody to love me like yeah. to the, to the death. Man. Yeah. But I do have a, a realistic approach though. I know that it's going to be a point to where they're going to not want to fuck with me because they're doing their thing. Yeah, for sure. I'm ready for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I say that because like my pops is like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> he don't outlive all his homies. And he like, what's up, man? <laughs> and I'm here for it. That's yeah, my guy. That's yeah. my best friend. But it's like, pop, I don't want to go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> so, you know, he used to get mad at me. Like, I don't answer the phone. I'm like, mm-hmm. pop, like, text me first. Like, yeah. I'm being, I was in a meeting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to let them do them when it's that time. 
You know what I mean? But our relationship's so different, though. It's so tight. So, uh, You have three kids. How many mothers? Two. Two. Mm-hmm. And, like, how is the relationship? Do you you have the kids? Or you mm-hmm. have, you? <laughs> yeah. My, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. My son lives with me. All right. Three kids. Elijah's 17. Kai is 16. Same mother. She lives with her mother, though. Mm-hmm. All right. So Elijah lives Take with me. Uh-huh. And then my eight-year-old, she lives with me. And her mother lives with me, too. Mm-hmm. But we're not together. But that's my best friend. You know what I'm saying? That's family. Not together, but live together. And ain't nobody changing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I want, look, look, look. I salute that. All right. So I, I was young, a young father. So we weren't aligned romantically. So I still want to make this the best situation possible for my daughter. And we got it. We worked it out. How do you explain that to someone that you, you're you just meeting? Like, because you know, like, niggas say anything. Yo, yeah, yeah we not together, but she live with me type mm-hmm. shit. And when women hear it, like, ah, nigga. How do you explain that, like, meeting someone? Like, yo, listen. I just tell them straight up. Like, yeah, yeah, this is what it is. This is, this is my dog. She ain't going nowhere. Uh-huh. This, is my, this is my family. I love Maya to death. You know what I'm saying? She's a awesome mother. You know what I'm saying? And look, my thing be this. I am never at ease until I know everybody's in bed at home. You know what I'm saying? I know where everybody's at. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So having her at the crib and, you know, it's just, it's just perfect, bro. And my job as a man is to create a safe space for her to thrive as a mother. Mm-hmm. You feel mm-hmm. me? So even with my son's mother, I got him at age 12. I still gave her money every month mm-hmm. just to help her out mm-hmm. still be a good mom to my daughter, my mm-hmm. other daughter, right? I gave her money for him too. And he's with me. You know what I'm saying? Just to, to keep it peace, mm-hmm. creating as much of a, a loving environment as possible. You know what I'm saying? Um, like, I, I remember I went, went to their crib one time and sat down with her and her husband. I was like, look, because they got two kids. I said, as far as I see it, we all family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, all that weird shit. Like, man, I'm not participating in no argument. Mm-hmm. None of that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, we, we have some common interests here and we should... It ain't about us no more. It's about them. So, once again, I'm God in my universe. Mm-hmm. I create my reality. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to just let this shit be drama and shit like that. There's not, it's no reason for that. Yo, I looked up to you before, but now I have a different, like, different respect for you. you I know, appreciate you, that, like bro. Like, the epitome of, like, a man. You know what I mean? That's, like, that's, bro, that's, that's, that's what we all are, yeah. bro. That's what we, we here to do. You know what I'm saying? And look, it's so simple. It's what you make it. It's what you make it. It's, it's like the most profound, but the most simple. Simple. I, I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. It's what you make it. You 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 read? I don't. I, I mean, while I was locked up, I read a lot. And okay. I lost that. I lost. I, I, I got off track with that. And I just picked up a book like the other day, The, the Way to a Superior Man. Yeah, that's, that's like, my shit. I read that like five times. Yeah. I got to I got to finish it. And I feel like for, in, in order for me to like. You know, have this this audience. I need knowledge. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Facts. I need I need more knowledge to, to feed them. I just can't go off of just that's a fact. Life I love what you just said right there, bro. Yeah, man. I hope people listening. In order to sustain this audience, I need to give them something. Mm-hmm. So I've always looked at it like that too. Like, like in fitness, people would be like, they just work out, take their shirt off. I'm like, mm-hmm. you think people are just interested in you because of your right, chest? Right. Like this is weird. Mm-hmm. Cause I would tell people like they like how to do this, how to do that. Like, I've been doing YouTube for a long time. Like, yo, you need to talk in them videos. They're like, I just want to work out. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The moment you try to sell something, they're going to be like, 
Shut up and take your shirt off. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, I love that you said that, bro. Always studying. And, and look, bro, you know what you are. You're a fly motherfucker. Mm. You got your shit together. You got a popping ass uh, podcast. Thank you. Don't be too busy for yourself mm-hmm. to take 30 minutes out of the day to read. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because your peers are not doing that. Mm-hmm. Look, I'm going to tell you what your peers are doing. They're buying all the designer socks, shoes, underwear, shirt, mm-hmm. tie, goofy shit, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. And they're putting value in that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And they're taking pictures on the cars and, you know what I'm saying? And they're not cool people. You can look at them and say they're not cool. Like, yeah. They're just patching themselves up because of money. If a person only has money, they're poor. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you got more money than me, I'm still cooler than you. Right. You know what I'm, I'm more interested in you. Mm-hmm. And I hate to say it like that, but, you know, I, I hear these people and I hear them run out of steam mm. and they just like buzzword, buzzword, value. Mm. It's like, it's weird. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you ain't that yeah. and never be that. Yeah. All right, I'm going to say shit that irks me when I, when I go and speak. I, I did one event. I was not about to speak because I didn't want to be on the stage with these people I saw. When people are pitching shit from the stage. Yeah. Now, people are going to tell you to do this. Here's the play. That shit sucks, bro. That shit sucks. Mm. And I know you care about your people because you said it. You said, I need to get more knowledge to feed them. Mm-hmm. So don't try to make money on them at every... Look, when you're not fucking like beating them over the head with shit, they're coming for, to they're you coming, anyway. Yeah. But people come to me, people with more money than me, with big backs to be in my, my, my um, council. You know what I'm saying? I don't advertise that. Yeah. You, know, you feel me? Mm-hmm. So it comes, bro. Just stay authentic. You're authentic already. That's why I'm t- telling you that. You know what I'm saying? There's only a few people. I don't give a fuck what people feel when they see this. There's only a few people I really fuck with. Yeah. And I know nobody cares, but yeah. I care. Yeah. And I fuck with you now. Now that we actually met, you Wall Street Trapper, uh, 19 Keys. Mm-hmm. It's only a handful of people I fuck with. Then, authentic, man. And then there's other people that y'all probably haven't heard of. I got a lot of white homies too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, Sean Whalen. Mm-hmm. Check him out. Sean Whalen. Solid, bro. Mm-hmm. Sean Whalen out of Utah. Rob Bailey. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Wes Watson. That's my dog. Mm-hmm. Wes did a 10 piece too. He's crazy the motherfucker. Solid. Real motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I just fuck with the real ones, the authentic ones. And I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? Word. Because, like, it's a lot of goofy shit. It's a lot of goofy shit. <laughs> Especially, like, becoming who I'm becoming and being yeah. in different circles. I got to be able to separate myself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, not, not falling just into the crowd just because the hype of the person, the hype of the crowd. Like, bro, I'm bigger than that. You know what I mean? Like, And it comes in waves, too. It's like, I be like this. Because <laughs> motherfuckers, they come out, see me in my office and shit. And like they they coming up on the bag and shit. Mm. Nobody knows what I got. I don't put it out there like that, right? Mm. And I'm like, do it for 10 years, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've been at it for 2011. Mm. Ain't dropped. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it's about. Legacy shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Like when all the homies is eating. You know what I'm saying? We all traveling the world together. Mm-hmm. Africa, Australia. Mm-hmm. Shit with niggas ain't fucking with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what it's about. That's what life is. And I'm not trying to like say I'm better than anybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm authentic to myself. And just life is just it just feels better like that. Mm. You feel I me? Mean? I'm not in the circles. 
You know what I mean? Don't want to be. I see that though. Yeah. Like, you ain't a loner, you just you just fuck with who you fuck with. Yeah. I, I fuck with EYL too. Yeah. Bro, what they're doing, mm-hmm. 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 it's incredible, bro. Mm-hmm. No one's done this for our culture. Mm-hmm. I, you can't do nothing but salute. Can't do nothing but salute. You can't do nothing but salute. If you don't, you a hater. It's so bad to where I think it was DJ Envy was saying some shit about them. Like he, I'm like, I don't even know DJ Envy. I want to slap the shit out of him. Mm. How dare you? You do nothing for our culture. They've invested. Look, they've done so much for Envy. This is my perspective. It's just not not good for the culture, bro. Mm. You're a weak man. You talk about you can't satisfy your wife. Talk a lot of weird shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Y'all be on that political shit. Mm. And then you try to disrespect the gods. The gods. That's how I see it, bro. Like, the ones, the, all the real ones, I'm Michael. I'm Archangel Michael. I'm protecting. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that's just me. <laughs> a lot of people don't like me, and I don't know. I want that. Hey, listen. I love for wicked people to hate me. I love you know it too. Saying? I love it too. You're not supposed to be liked by everybody. Nah, nah. Because if you are, that means you you fake. Yeah, you're, you're trying to. You're a chameleon. Yeah, bro. I love nothing more than to be. Oh, I know so and so gonna be there. Oh, mm-hmm. that's great. Mm-hmm. All right, what's up? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we uh-huh. all in. You uh-huh. know what I'm saying? And then you remember, uh, Pac said, "A coward dies a thousand deaths. Hero mm-hmm. dies but once." You got that from Shakespeare, right? I've experienced that. I've seen cowards die. I've I. Contributed to some of their deaths. This is how I see that. Man, fuck my machine. And somebody tell me. I said, he ain't told me that, so it ain't real. Mm. So I see them. I'm like, what's up, bro? And they go, oh, in front of their people. Yeah. I know they talk shit to their people about me. Mm. He just died. You a faggot. <laughs> you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love doing that shit, bro, because they never say anything. I, get, I used to, like, Tia tell you, I used to, like, I had to stop this shit. Like, I hear something. Hey, bro, I heard you. I ain't trying to trip, but I heard you say da 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 They get uncomfortable. So I don't even do that. Yeah. If I heard it, they didn't say it to me, it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But I go around them. Bap, 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 bap. Mm-hmm. i like, that motherfucker. Bitch. I be like, yo, hi. Because I had a cat come to me, try to shake my hand on some shit. I'm like, nah, bro, we ain't doing that. Ain't no beef with I ain't. Yeah. <laughs> As you should. Let it be known. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah, it Let it cool. be known, bro. Like, uh. And that's, that's the thing, bro. Motherfuckers think that. I like confrontation, right? Confrontation don't mean a fight. Mm. Let's confront an outstanding issue so there's no issues. Yeah. Or if it's an issue, we can figure it out, right? People is afraid of that shit. They'd rather act fake in person than address right. an outstanding issue, which right. is so bizarre to me. You know what I'm saying? Which is weak. That's it. That's weak. How are you comfortable? Like, mm. what's your girlfriend think about you? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, how do you feel about yourself? Mm. How can a man look in the mirror at night and be cool with that shit? Bizarre. Bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with you, homie. Yeah, I fuck with you. So you did you did shrooms? Yeah. You ever did LSD? I did LSD, but I didn't do it in the right environment, bro. Um Was it uncomfortable? I did it in a pod like I was about to do a podcast, bro, and I took it. Nah, you can't. I can't. Was that your first time? It was my first oh, time. Oh, you tripped bro. out. I just I was like, why? I was <laughs> I was feeling like it, it was gonna be like shrooms and I could control it, but it's strong. Dog, it was it's like, sharp. It was like on me, bro. And I could How much did you take? One little tap, little tap, yeah, bro. <laughs> I want to try it again, bro, just so I can really get the full effect of it and yeah. really use it. Cause I don't want to just take shrooms and LSD just to. I'm gonna tell you high. right now, LSD is better. So this is how I compare it. You, have you had MDMA, Molly? Yeah. Okay. I like Molly. So 
acid is that, but it, it gives you more like, because Molly don't give you no, Mm-mm. you don't feel smart. No. You don't feel none of that, no. none spiritual. You're just horny and happy. And confident. Yeah, yeah, right? But LSD gives you a degree of that euphoria, but a lot of like thinking, a lot mm-hmm. of like dope thinking and mm-hmm. shit, and good moves and shit like that. Now, you're not going to experience the transformative shit until you take a lot. That's something that you work yourself up to, though. Yeah. Because yeah. it can make you uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 Should I take it by myself? No, nah, I wouldn't. I didn't. What about nature? Like, I don't know. I don't like nature, so. You don't? I like the beach. That's about as nature as I like. Damn. I like air conditioning and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, not, I'm not the nature. I'm not yeah. going to the woods and shit like that. If I go to the woods, we need a fucking... But we went, when we went to Haiti, we glamped. I'm like, yo. What's that? Like the luxury camping. Oh, okay. It looked fly, but it's like insects. I don't, I don't uh-huh, fuck with that. Uh-huh. I'm from the city. Yeah, I got you. Yo, I got trauma from roaches. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do too, my nigga. And rats. Bro, facts. <laughs> Possum looking ass rats, mm-hmm. nigga. Like, yeah, so I don't fuck with that shit. What about DMT? I've had DMT. I got DMT at the crib, but I've never blasted off on it. Uh-huh. So you know how to blast off? Like, you got to take, inhale, hold it like three or four times, and then it just, you feel like you spent a hundred years, it's like five minutes. Damn. But I've never done that. I'll like suck on it, like puff on it, on mm-hmm. a pen, but I ain't go, yeah, I ain't what, go hard. What, what feeling do you get from it? It's just like, just relaxing. You, all of them do something similar. They knock off the edge, like the anxiety, mm-hmm. knock off fear, like all the negative. It's kind of like, it kind of like, uh, disables your amygdala. The amygdala is the part of the brain that regulates fear mm-hmm. and stress and shit. Mm-hmm. That's what used to keep us uh, safe, mm-hmm. like in the wild, you know what I'm saying? But we, we are safe, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So um, it kind of shuts that down. But meditation does that too, mm-hmm. you feel me? So that's another thing. I, I was meditating for years before I ever tried any psychedelics. You know what I mean? You gotta... Uh get to a level of meditation, right? Cause I seen you, I seen you in one video, it was at some little fucking, there was a bunch of people, y'all meditating, mm-hmm. I was doing, I don't think I was doing yoga, I was just like a meditation session. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about, yeah. yeah. That was a new I found that really, really dope, I was like, was damn, dope, bro. Like, Cause bro, I meditate myself. And those like, I wanna, so I wanna open up a facility, call it a temple, to where it's like, see in Islam, like you go to an Islamic country, it's easy to pray, everywhere mm-hmm. you can pray. Mm-hmm. You can go pray, 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 right? Here is not like that. So I want to like come up with a center in which people can go pray or meditate, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's been on my mind since I did that event. Um, so those events, them like sound bath events, mm-hmm. fly, bro. It is bro. vibes. Niggas got to get out that cool shit, like the club and that's shit. That's the cool shit. Bro. That shit is cool, that's bro. That's the cool shit. Like the club and drinking and shit. That shit like, is it's cool bro. sometimes. Yeah, that's I was telling my homegirl, like, cause she she a DJ and she's like, she tell me about this big issue. I'm like, I'm there. I don't party much, mm-hmm. but when I do, I go hard. Mm-hmm. So I can't do it a lot. Yeah. That would not be responsible. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm a tank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like keep, keep going. Let's go. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So uh, but nah, you're right, moderation. But I rather way more I rather much go to like a sound bath event or something like that than a club any fucking mm-hmm. day of the week. Because here's the thing, when I'm in a club, bro, I'm still a nigga, mm-hmm. right? Niggas, that's mm-hmm. a king, uh, Eritrea. And when I'm in the spot, I'm still like competitive. I'm still like, 
Who's nigga right now? Like, what's yeah. up? Nigga, we, we, we popping too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He buy a bottle. Let's get it. You know, <laughs> I'm battling with it's stupid shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. I won't even drink. You know how many times we'll get a section and buy up all this shit and don't touch it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's goofy. Yeah. And that shit expensive. Uh-huh. I'd rather throw that, get that to some strippers. Like, real shit. Mm-hmm. I'd rather give that to somebody that's going to do something with it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Shut just, up. Just throw the shit on bottles. A bottle. Poison. Poison. Yeah. Mm. A little bit of it feel good though. I ain't gonna lie. Mm. Do you drink? Nah, I only drink wine. Okay. When I got out see, of I drink, drink champagne. Or yeah, I drink champagne a little bit, but wine, wine makes me tired. It do. Yeah. But when with, I only drink it when I'm with women. Okay. You know yeah. So I can get in that that mode. Oh yeah, I see what you, I see what you doing. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, see that shit made me fall asleep. It do though. Um, but I told myself uh, next. Cause I do Ramadan every year. I met a lot of brothers. Okay. Locked up. I never wanted to convert over. I just, mm. I feel like before I even choose a religion, if I ever do, like I want to go explore the world, explore different religions, yeah. study before bro, I just make a conscious decision. Bro, bro, you're a Muslim. I'm going to tell you why. You, a Muslim means nothing but to, submit, to submit to the will of Allah, right? So Allah just means God, mm-hmm. right? God, nature, submitting to the will of nature, the natural order of things, mm-hmm. that makes you a Muslim. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not, you don't have to say shahada. You don't have to do any rituals to be a Muslim. Mm-hmm. Islam existed before man. Mm-hmm. Nature is Islam. That's the submission to God. The way that God created things. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Birds flying, fish swimming. That's, that's Islam. Mm. You feel me? People try to make it out, make everything out to be something else. And it, they do it with um, nefarious intentions, in my in my uh, uh, estimation, because the way that religion is articulated, it divides people. It makes people just judge people arbitrarily. Like, you know, Jews and Muslims hate each other; and they're the same. Mm-hmm. The the Quran, the Torah is like the same. The customs the same, the food the same, like so many things, similarities. And Christians from back then too. Christianity here is different. This American Christianity is not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The original Christianity. You go to Ethiopia, Eritrea, you see real Christians. You know what I'm saying? This is not it. This is different. Hmm. And black people, it's like, I could never accept it here because of how they put it on us. Y'all got me fucked up. Got me fucked. Uh, <laughs> I hate for the people that just don't think, you know, like all, yeah. it, all it requires is a little thinking. It's a little thinking. That's it. I mean, I, you got a question. But they scared thing. though. That's what it is. Because you, you, you teach somebody since they a baby that this is, this mean this mm-hmm. is going to terrify mm-hmm. you. Shit and, scared me when I was a kid too. Yeah. But and it make up. you feel like if you even question it, you're going against God. Right. Why would you question what's. What and they say like, you just got to have faith. I'm like, why? <laughs> but I'm thinking about it. It don't make sense. Like, can you explain it to me, motherfucker? Like, this don't make sense. Mm-mm, mm-mm. They, I like, I remember asking, and I ask, I'm very delicate with these topics when I'm asking, and I'm asking out of pure ignorance because I want to understand. Mm-hmm. When I ask certain things, like, what does this mean? And they just make shit up. I'm like, that's not it. Mm-hmm. Just say, I don't know. <laughs> you know I, I don't know. know. I say, I don't know. <laughs> but, but, I do think religion is beautiful because, to an extent, because people are animals mm-hmm. and people need rules. Need structure. Yeah. Need structure. And, and I know really incredible people that are very religious, like Mormons mm-hmm. and Muslims. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't know 
real religious Christians that are like awesome. Not I know they exist. I don't know them. Yeah. But yeah, like I remember my first time I went to Utah, I was like, man, I don't want to go to Utah. Man. It's Mormons. I didn't know nothing about Mormons. Bro, these were the nicest people I ever encountered. Mm. So nice. I know there's some racism in their shit, like back in the day and all of that shit. But so what? Everybody's racist to an extent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's very hypocritical how we be like, oh, I'm racist. Oh, okay. Black people are racist. We're very racist. Like, Mexican, white people. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody is, and it's okay. Yeah. It's like we're all tribal. We're, mm. You know, that's normal. Mm. But it's what you do with it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, um, I don't hate any race though. You know what I'm saying? I hate people. You feel know I me? Mean? But white people do be on some bullshit though. Man. <laughs> they be on some bullshit. We can talk about that all day, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, bro, why you? I remember uh, it was a bunch of people in my crib one night and these white girls, they was fucked up. And it was like, y'all are so cool. I don't know why white guys hate y'all so much. I'm like, tell me more. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more. Uh, but they hate us. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you hate a motherfucker like us though? They hate us. Think about think about black code Jim Crow, right, like right after slavery, right? You ever read the black code? You know what black code is. Mm-mm. So black code was like, all right. So when they abolished abolished slavery, like not really, but they said it was illegal. They just had other ways to make you a slave, right? So and those were like breaking laws. So they came up with all these laws for black men, yeah, not women, but black men called black code. Every almost every one of them fucking. Laws was like something to do with a black man and white woman. A black man cannot compliment a white woman. A black man cannot light a cigarette for a white woman. Black man cannot, bro, it was over the top. Mm. So you see what the issue is right there. You feel me? Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that they would do to us on the plantations is mutilate our genitalia. Why that? Cut my hand off. Uh Like, why why that? Fucking they bitches. That part. Mm -hmm. Because they they like, oh, we fucked up. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it is what it is. I don't know, problem. I couldn't even imagine walking around without it. I wouldn't. I, would die. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No. I'm too much of a problem. No. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gotta, you had to shoot me. Yo, I couldn't live back then. You bro. had to shoot me. I couldn't live back then. Yeah. Mm-mm. No. Listen, I would have either thrived and became a fucking king or been knocked off. Yeah, that's it. You're not gonna fuck me up and I'm still mm-hmm. living. I would have been one of the slaves that, that brought everybody together. We finna riot. We finna take over. Right. You know what I mean? No. I would keep trying. Like, fuck right. right? <laughs> I remember, I remember I was at the T, like my first jail cell I was in. Yeah. That fucking, I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. This shit mm-hmm. Can't get out. So back then, I'm like, fuck that. Like, ain't no, no bars. I'm a body of this bitch. You know what's crazy? Black people, this is some shit to think about. Black people, when we were in the condition of slavery, we was going for our freedom, like trying to like, think about what freedom was, like what are you gonna do? Right. Okay, you're out of here, now what? Now what, there's no money, there's no- It was that bad to where we was down. You think about like, them videos from 9-11 when people was jumping out. Mm -hmm. I look at that shit like, damn, that's probably like slavery, like, is better than here. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That shit wild, bro. So when I say like the sins of people, of man, of this nation is so profound, mm. it's going to come back around. You know what I'm saying? And what's interesting is they won't even try to mitigate it. When I say I do things of an altruistic nature, I'm trying to 
mitigate some of the bad that I've done. I don't think I've been punished for all of my things. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I let me do good shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they don't do that. There was mm-hmm. there was a thing ten years or so, I don't know, it was a while ago, when they was tired of asking for reparations. So they was like, the head of black caucus in Congress was like, we just want a formal apology for slavery. That's it. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, fuck it. Bring me that back. <laughs> but right. they were like, yeah. They're like, no. Mm. Like, wow. Because they say, like, well, we didn't do it. Right. Okay, bro. All right, you playing stupid. You playing stupid. Yeah, I ain't do it, but I still got these laws in place. You right. know what I'm saying? It's keeping a nigga down. Nah, bro. Y'all, yo, it's a lot. It's a lot, bro. Build this fucking country. That's a fact. You bro. ever, you ever plan on leaving the country? I like it here, bro. I love mm-hmm. it here, bro. Mm-hmm. We got Atlanta, Miami, mm-hmm. DC. New York, mm-hmm. LA, Vegas. It's too many beautiful places here. Mm-hmm. And here's another thing. I trace back my genealogy, right? My family has been here and fought in every war. It's my shit. I'm American like a motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, mm-hmm. you gotta think about this, bro. So I'm a big nerd with certain things. I like statistics, right? So I'm trying to like the 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 biggest race, which is not real in the country, in the world. So Asians is first, mm-hmm. and then it's us, black people of African descent, right? Now, you won't see that on a pure, like when you look up these countries in, in um, Wikipedia, because they call us different things in different places. That's how they make it like it's not that many of us. Mm-hmm. We are far from a minority. Man. White people are minorities. Yes, I believe So that. now we are, there's way more black people in South America than here. I mean, it's barely any of us here, but we tend to live in pockets where it's just black people, so it seems like it's a lot, but it's not. Mm-hmm. We're 13, 14% of the population here, right? Africa, all, black, it's all over the world, right? However, black people, and no disrespect to none of my brothers and sisters in other places, but only us here are really rising to the capacity that we are, right? Remember Cinderella, she was getting fucked up, treated bad, and she became the, the Don. Mm-hmm. That's us, right? We've been treated like shit, put under pressure. And pressure is going to do two things. It's going to bust a pipe or it's going to produce a diamond. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We diamonds. Mm-hmm. Blacks in America. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we are our own thing. You got to think, bro. We all came through the Caribbean. We came, The first route was South America, Brazil. Caribbean. Then here, right? Bro, we was fighting like your your people, warriors. Yeah, warriors, bro. Y'all beat British, beat Spain, then you beat France. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whoop that ass, right? So the fact that these stories are not celebrated mm. is bizarre because America got their independence from Britannia, from Britain. Mm-hmm. You should respect what Haiti did. You know what I'm saying? Jamaica, everybody was fighting for that shit, right? So it's like, we just special here. We got grit. And we help build the most powerful nation in the world. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we cool in the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, real shit. <laughs> Have nah. you been, a, you been, you hung out in other countries? Yeah, man. Like, uh, so you see I got my passport back then. You see how they treat black men? They love us. It's crazy. They love us, bro. I, I love it. Black <laughs> men. Black men. Which game with me? <laughs> if, you, if you have not been out the country, you're missing out. They treat you like you're exotic. 
Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Or we are exotic, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. yeah, and I'm saying black men from America yeah, yeah, specifically. specifically. They they really treat us well. Yeah. I went to Spain, man. The way they the way the women was looking at me, mm-hmm. it, it was crazy. <laughs> it was crazy the way they treated us. Yeah. I love that feeling. It's it's beautiful. I love that. It's feeling. crazy because you grow up here treated like shit. Yeah. Thinking like, man, eh, fuck this mm-hmm. shit. But it's funny now because now it's like all that shit is changing now. It's just like, you know what I'm saying? It's dope. I remember uh me and T was talking one day, I was in Arizona. We was talking about race. I was like, man, fuck it. It's good. We good. He's like, nah, but I was like, bro, I'm sitting at the Mercedes dealership. This old white man is serving me, checking on me, bringing me drinks and shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The shit flipped crazy. You know what I'm saying? And he ain't feel he don't feel nowhere about it. Nice guy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That, they be like, back then, we couldn't even be, you see what they did with Emmett Till? Just be just whistling at a girl. Yeah. They claim they killed them. And they did that to us all the time. You know what I'm saying? Now they got weird porn shit where they want to watch us. <laughs> you know what I'm like, smash their dudes. I think that shit weird, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, we've been talking two hours, bro. Damn, that's how I be. That's how I be with Michael Shee, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's that. Usually, yeah. I be wrapping this up in like an hour, but like, yeah, that's what's up. Nah, I gotta, I gotta go study and get ready for tomorrow and shit word, too. So yeah, word. I really appreciate you coming, bro. Nah, I appreciate you having me, brother. When I get to LA, I definitely gotta hop on yours, bro. We gotta do it, bro. Sure, we gotta my do nigga. it. This we gotta do it. It's been an awesome episode, my nigga. Yeah, bro. I think um, my audience gonna really appreciate it. Um, very knowledgeable. Um, a, bro, piece, a piece of your mind. You, I'm gonna say this to your audience so they they, they get it, bro. Man, I'm excited for you, right? Mm-hmm. Because you're doing incredible things. You ain't even know nowhere near peaking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You still got so many more layers to add to yourself, bro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How old are you? Thirty four. See, I I got you about ten years, right? Yeah. Eleven years. So I've been you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so I've been you. You feel me? So. But here's the thing, anybody behind me, you have way more things than I had, you know what I'm saying? So there's more resources than when I was 34, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's just, your trajectory is gonna be way more robust, you know what I'm saying? And you better be a billionaire by the time you're my age, man, you feel me? I have no choice, man. You nigga. have to, I you have know what I'm saying? So, bro, like you, it, it's exciting what's gonna happen with you, bro, because what do you think people perceive you? How do they perceive you? Mm. Um, I know by looking at me, you could tell like where I'm headed in life. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah. far with the podcast and shit, uh, like how do they? Uh, ladies, man. Ladies, man. Toxic. Yeah. Um, they ain't seen. They ain't yeah. seen the ladies yet. You yeah. Know what I'm I, yeah. I do the entertainment part right now. Yeah. Just for the the, the build an audience. But it's cool. That's fucking dope. Like, mm-hmm. listen, it's nothing. You're a man, bro. Ain't nothing toxic about that. You know I, don't, I don't know where the fuck the word came from. <laughs> it's weird. That's just weird. It's toxic about yeah. it. It's toxic for a man to not be masculine. Right. That's, you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's that's toxic mm. and weird. Mm. Can't speak on that, man. That's, that's sensitive for niggas. <laughs> yeah. We should. I want to do a show one time where we just have some those kind of guys and just. But what are you doing? <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Look, just have them on the panel. You know what I'm saying? Like. What are you, what's wrong with you? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, we're going to end it right there. All right, man. I appreciate you, my chief, for pulling fine, up, man. Richard Unemployed. Yes, sir. Until yes, we meet again, man. Dope episode. Yeah.
Ooh. Yes, sir. <laughs>